Welcome everyone to Man Cave Live. I'm your host, the great and powerful Budgie, and with me every week is Count Motherfucking Crosby. Yeah, I got a confession to make. Go on. I gave the oh shit. I gave the crickets mushrooms. Oh shit. And it's his week. Uh, did you really give him fucking mushrooms? Yeah, Jesus I gave about an hour Christ. ago. They should be. Look at them. Look. They just started early. That one's not even. That one's on the ground. He's laying on his didgeridoo. <laughs> it's <laughs> the brain. I'm here. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Sorry. It's his week. It's Brian the Brain. All right, crickets hit it. They are. They do. That is what that was. I told you. Fucking didgeridoo. They're it's like Ringo Starr back there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ringo Starr. They got the, uh, the, uh, lights turned off, the black lights on. Fuck, something's going fucking weird over there. I know. I know. So welcome back, listeners, to Man Cave Live. As we already said, um, this episode, uh, we played Taps, obviously, because it was for the late, great Stanley, who, uh, was a veteran... And that's why we played Taps for him. He died in 95 a couple days ago. And I'll tell you what, why this is a tribute episode, because he was a great influence on everybody on this show and as American society as a whole. Sure, do you agree? You know? I 100%. Right, Alan? Absolutely. I mean... But 95, Jesus Christ. I mean, this is He's a 95 good, years old, not 95. in 95. Right, right. Yeah, okay. What did I say? In 95? In 95. I said in 95? It's okay. All right, run it back. Run it back. Start, run back. Start, start all over. I don't crickets, think the cricket's gonna handle that. I don't think the cricket's got they, they, that kind they, of energy in them. They don't. They're in their own world. They shouldn't be eating that stuff. What is this? Where's this guy come from? Man. man, let's let this breathe for a minute. Hang on, let's let this breathe. I like it. I like it. Don't touch anything. <laughs> so uh, that's Jimmy. That's Jimmy's sidekick. Uh, Will. Will? Yeah. Will Quinton? Will I am. I like this. It's kind of, um... But didn't they just get back from, uh... Bangladesh? Bangladesh! Yeah. Crickets. Speaking of Bangladesh, I went and picked up the shirt at Academy. That's nice. I was checking it out at the, yeah. the checkout zone. Hey. I was looking at the tag to see how to wash it, and it yeah. said, Made in Bangladesh. Oh. It might have came from one of our listeners. Possibly. Possibly. Right here on Man Cave Live, which is the hottest, the hottest new podcast in Bangladesh. You know, uh, the Bengalis mm-hmm. are very much into this show. They are. And we just went up uh, three more percent in Bangladesh participation. Oh. You know what that means? What? I don't, I don't know what that oh. means. I was, I was asking. I was looking. Uh, <laughs> I want to do a special shout out because we have one percent listener in the UK. I think I know who that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's 1% of the UK. Oh, okay. not one person. Oh, yeah, it's his friends, maybe. of the UK. Oh, okay. So that could be, I don't he's know how many people He's the leader of the Mean Street Posse. Mean Street Posse? That's, That's, That's Gavin and his buddies. Gavin and his buddies. What up, Gavin? What up, Gavin? Ahoy, mate. <laughs> That's Wait. Australian. Shit. Top chop pimpin'. Which everyone knows Australia is really British criminals. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're named their gang is the Mean Street Posse. They walk around with the billy clubs. Those are cricket rackets. I mean, uh, was it croquet or polo? Yeah. The, <laughs> little, the <laughs> long hammer, wooden hammer? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So. I don't know, man. Don't, don't ask me foreign I, stuff. It's all right. Unless it happened today, I don't know. 
What you got? Music, what are we doing? This what music are we doing? Is, uh, it's something it's, else. It's weird. I like it. Before I get into Stanley facts and all tribute to Stanley, uh, let's find out with the beer of the week. Beer of the week this week is something made by Carbock, which is brewed right here in Houston, Texas. Uh, it's called Yule, as in you know, like a fire log, or if you're you know pagan, the the Yule festival. Uh, you'll shoot your eye out, which is a reference to uh, the Christmas story. I know it's mm -hmm. a little early, but you know, hey, from what I heard, right after Halloween, you can do Christmas all you want. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is. Bullshit. It does have a picture of the leg lamp on the can, which it I It does like. have the leg lamp. Hey, mine doesn't have that. Oh, you, you don't I have your can. You got my can. Trade you can. Trade you my can. Trade yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah. All right. All right. Now. There you go. All right. Now my can doesn't have that shit okay. on it. <laughs> now the, the universe has been corrected. So it's what's it say? Mine doesn't say anything. Well, mine <laughs> says what yours says now. Just like the old man's major award, our seasonal red ale will light up the neighborhood loaded with smooth caramel malt and, caramel malt and citrus twist. We triple dog dare you to find a better holiday ale. Oh, fudge. It's only here for a limited time. Oh, it's an L? Red ale. No, because mine doesn't say anything. All right, let's see what we got. Mine says recycle, damn it. <laughs> it does, look. It does. Why the fuck? It does say recycle, damn it. Like the word damn it. Huh. Welcome to Houston. All right. All right, let's Cheers. give this a little taste. A little taster doodle. Oh, right right here on Man Cave Live. It's which Carbock is an official sponsor right here on Man Cave Live. Mm -hmm. not, not an official sponsor. Nothing yet. That's weird. Oh, shit. You know what I forgot? Sven is here, as usual. Hi. Hi and Sven. in the background, we got JC. And that's, that's it. it. And that's it. That's it. And that is it. There is no Josh in the box, potentially in the crowd, because he is banned for life. He's a. Uh, it tastes funny. <clears throat> he's a stagehand for the crickets now. Stagehand. Well, you know what? He might get reinst reinstated because we did find that lost episode recently. Thanks to Sven. Thanks to Sven, our producer. Not thanks to the captain. So tune in sometime before or after this episode and you will hear the lost episode. Lost episode numero uno. Because we don't know where the other two went. It's actually numero tres, but the other two won't be played. That's right. Because those So are should we call lost episode number three? Or we should. Or negative two? <laughs> negative two. Beer tastes funny. Is it really? I, I like, like it. it. Tastes like Aquanet. It's red. Oh, I do taste it at the end. Yeah, a little hairspray taste, huh? It's a, I think it's pretty good. So, you know, my aunt had this hairspray growing up. It was in a purple can. And it smelled like grapes. Skittles? No. I feel like the name of it was... Were it you had a huffing? kangaroo on it. Were you huffing? Oh, that's uh, Aussie Moose. Oh, Aussie, yeah. Oh, man. My wife used to have this hairspray. I think it was a big, sexy something in a red can. It smelled yeah. just like Skittles. Really? My mom just had fucking Aquanet. Yeah, like the fucking, rough. it was a purple can with a net over it. The purple and, can, yeah, that's the uh, extra with a, hold. With, yeah, extra hold with a white cap on it. I swear my mom's hair never moved. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what if it was the Aquanet or the fact that my mother's a machine. So uh, It's because she's a machine. It wasn't hair, it was copper wires. <laughs> it, was, it was little steel wires. They're doing their thing. Let them do it. They're yeah, just doing I mean, some. Crickets are on some. Random, random shit. They're just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like it. Moving on. 
So, moving on. I'm taking it. Okay. I'm take take it over. over the show. I'm take it over. over. My new name is The Captain Adams. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who doesn't know when to uh, pause? That's cute. You like it? What? My, my, my imitation. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Now they went back. Oh, what the fuck? They're going back? I guess so. I guess they haven't hit that same beat over and over and over just yet. Uh, all right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so this is, like I said, this is a Stan Lee tribute episode. Because, um, like I said, he was a huge contributor to our lives in American society. There's, I couldn't even imagine what the world today would be without Stan Lee or all his famous comics. Or, I mean, I think even American economy would be drastically uh, different. Yeah. Because, I mean... Um, I mean, look at the video games and the publishing companies and uh, shirts and apparel and stuff, you know, just basic marketing mm -hmm. that uh, wouldn't exist today. So a little bit of uh, some old facts about uh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee was born in 1922, December 28th, and his birth name was Stan Lee Martin Lieber. And uh, I, I think he was in New York, born in New York. I don't know. Sounds right. Sounds right. Queens, to be exact. Queens, New York. So that's the count. He knows everything. That's true. So he um, he started, uh, when he was a kid, I think he was all about 16, 17 years old, he started out uh, for this production, this uh, magazine. Mm -hmm. That's, uh forget what it's called. Um, I know he started out doing comics for that and writing and stuff like that and... Then he turned to, oh, right there, headed back to the 40s, right there. He, um, where'd he go, crickets? He, uh, did that for a while there, and he was working for Timely Comics with, uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, which they created Captain America. And all the propaganda comics that they put out, you know, him fighting, uh, Adolf Hitler and mm -hmm. all the, you know, we are America, yeah. we're fighting the war. Well, around that time, it was, like... I don't know. Popular to do that. Oh yeah, it was, a new, it was like a newsreel. Yeah. Uh, to them, it wasn't propaganda, even though we were all like America, America. Obviously, big old Captain America. Yeah. And uh, he actually wrote most of the great storylines. I think he, I could be wrong, but I think he actually created the supervillain, the Red Skull, because Hitler was kind of like, all right, we've done that. You know, he he kind of wanted to get away from politics a little bit and create supervillains and you know and. Uh, a universe, a comic book atmosphere. Yeah. And um, he wrote that for a while, and then all of a sudden, I mean, well, the World War II went off. So at 18 years old, he enlisted. He wasn't drafted, he enlisted. And when they enlisted him, he became a playwright. He was one of nine soldiers in the entire army during World War II that was uh, put in as a playwright. And what he was in charge of doing was um, writing... Uh, videos, making videos, instructional videos for soldiers, such as like venereal disease, blah 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 blah, blah. Mm -hmm. like how not to get them. Yeah, Basically, yeah, wrap yeah, it yeah, up. Okay. Yeah. You know, don't rape the women over there yeah. because you'll get a venereal disease. Unless you wrap it up. <laughs> Unless you wrap it up, which doesn't. Moving on. <laughs> Wait, where were they? They were. What do you mean? What, what? what woman are you talking about? 
This wasn't Vietnam, man. No, this was this was Germany or Japan or the Philippines or you know the, the, Phil- Pacific, it's the Philippines, the, the the Pacific Theater or the. The I thought all they had back syphilis. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, third war, man. Uh, third war? No, none yeah. of that. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it, it makes perfect sense. Go to third war. Well, it does feel like Been there, done that. Yeah. No thanks. It, it yeah. does feel like it was bombed out, you know, in World War II, <laughs> and it stayed that way. And, you know, the homes are almost... Most of the homes out there are built from that era. 40s. I don't know if I call it a home. 30s. Well, Those are porta potties they used in the war. They shipped them over here to make houses out of them. <laughs> We lost all our third war listeners. There we go. <laughs> so, they don't have the internet out there, so <laughs> they won't hear this. <laughs> they might. They probably the happy we're calling them out. Like, oh shit! You hear about that they podcast? Talk about they us. talking about us. Hey, look out, third. World look out, star. Fifth. World star. We love you, third. Hey, we Scarface. love you, fifth. Scarface came from Fifth Ward, and the Bali Boys and the Fifth Ward Boys, great Houston rappers. Al Pacino? No, no. Al Capone. Oh. No, not Al Capone. I thought you were supposed to know shit, Count. Yeah, but I'm allowed, I'm allowed to tell jokes too, aren't I? Oh, is, yeah. that, is this a serious show? This is a serious show. That was a comedy this show. This is very The liberals. The, the liberals. The, the, what are the other ones called? The, the Republicans. Are you sure you're not talking about the Scarface? The or? communist. No, Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. The rapper. No, Al Pacino. No, the rapper. He was, his godfather brought him over. No. Yes. No. He was an advocate. For Carlito. I mean, he did uh, have a scent of a woman. Uh, it's true. Uh, his, uh, his friend was an Irishman. Yeah, and, you know, he was... Um, uh, shit, I got no more Al Pacino references. Oh, and, uh, you know, he did this on any given Sunday? It's, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he Satan? It's true. He had a little bit of heat on him. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, he is Neil's father. I mean, uh, he uh, was born in eighty-eight minutes, <laughs> and he he read comics as a kid. Uh, Dick Tracy. Yes. Yes. Uh. Uh, his favorite drink was Chinese coffee. <laughs> and uh, Benny from the Bronx kills him. A.K.A. John Leguizamo. Uh, Nothing? I'm, I mean... Bit destroyed. Yeah. Way to interject it. I just realized we were doing that, so <laughs> I tried to chime in. It's my favorite part. So back to Stanley. Yeah, sorry, back to Stanley. Back to Stanley. <laughs> so um, let's just name off some of the big names that he created. So when uh, Joe Simon. Abacino. Ah. Sorry. Tropic Thunder. I'm sorry. Are we <laughs> drink some of this here booty sweat. <laughs> I'm sorry, fellas. Are we doing a Stanley episode? We're doing a Stanley. We, I'm sorry. Can we can we do that here? Yes, I mean, again. The cricket. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. Are you drinking Microsoft water? I mean, can I say that? Can I say Microsoft? Yeah, they're water? they're a new sponsor. Yeah. They just gave us a uh, stock in their company as. Uh, as, uh, so we're losing money. <laughs> well, 
No, they're a trillion dollar company. I know yeah, that. Money. I that's I yesterday's money. The, the, the ah. Facebook. Oh, the Facebook. Yeah. And the Twitter. Speaking of which, uh, just a uh, little update. Yeah, Man are we Cave, on a new platform? Yeah, we are. Man Cave Live Now is available on Spotify. Oh. Or Twitter. And, or Facebook. Uh, maybe. We gotta wait for... We gotta Pandora. wait for... And maybe Pandora, but we, right now we gotta wait for Spotify to clear us. Oh, we, okay. we gotta wait for other podcasts to be up on our level to be able to make it on our podcast channel on Pandora. So if you do this on Pandora, all you can hear is us. There's no one else that competes with us. True. So that's why we can't have that platform yet. That's true. You can follow so us on podcast. Step it up, man. Come on. You can follow us on Facebook. Please rate and review us. Uh, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio. What else? Tinder, Google T- Music. Swipe right. Favorite. Swipe left. No. Swipe. Swipe left. Swipe whichever way you get our dicks hard. Yes. Or soft. Mm-mm. On the next episode, you'll be able to see right here on Man Cave Live. We will have a Tinder page, and you can see it right here on Man Cave Live. <laughs> <laughs> Just rate and review us on Facebook, please. Stan Lee. Please <laughs> continue. Who? Oh, that's right. That's this week. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Stan Lee would be rolling in his grave. If laughing, laughing. Did These you know? Guys. Fun fact: he was, one, a, he was a big fan of ours. Uh, it, Too bad it, he's not gonna hear this episode. He would have loved it. Damn man. Damn. Way to get. <clears throat> we should have done it post mortem. Pre mortem. Pre mortem. Pre mortem. You word and we are doing it post mortem. Oh, I'm sorry, Stanley. Did you know? Fun fact about Stanley is that uh, during the the heyday of Marvel, before he got into Marvel, though. Like I said, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby left Timely Comics, and they kind of left an 18-year-old Stan Lee to go, okay, you're the writer and the editor now and the illustrator? He's like, shit, I guess so. Then they ended up changing the name to Marvel Comics, and then he created... uh, His first comic he ever created was, uh, or characters, was uh, the Fantastic Four. Wow, yeah. Because he liked the Human Torch, which Timely Comics created, which was Marvel... Marvel's first uh, character. He liked it so much he wanted to integrate it in with these other characters. Fantastic Four is uh, Reed Richards. Reed uh, Richards, which is Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Oh, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Stretch. He's very stretchy. (laughs) Uh, And I'm the comic book guy. (laughs) Sue Storm, uh, Invisible Woman, Human Torch. What's his name? Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. And And Ben Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm, the thing. It's clobbering time. Yeah. Thing. And then Dang. from there on, he went to create uh, a whole plethora of people. Let's just name off the... Was it next Spider-Man? No, his no. next... Yeah, it was. Yeah, it actually was Spider-Man. Well, his big one, because he created quite a few others in between and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Changed but, the world. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man, the world would be in a totally different place without him. We wouldn't have shit. You know, I, I thought about something. You were mentioning the other day about Ninja Turtles and the comics and stuff like that. And I said, did you know... That without Stan Lee, the Ninja Turtles would not exist. Now, I know that they he didn't write the comics, he didn't create the characters and all that, but the original comic book was a parody of Daredevil. Really? The same batch of ooze that created Daredevil and his vision created the Ninja Turtles. It's a parody. <laughs> TGIF. The, uh, is it TGIF? Thank God it's Fartek? No, TGI. Might be just TGI. TGRI. TGRI, whatever. Something like that. Something like that. That's, uh, that's, that's created 
his his vision, his yeah. superpowers, and they made the Ninja Turtles. And they, they specifically wrote that to be a parody of Daredevil, and then it shot off to be its own thing. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Stanley created Daredevil. And without Stanley, Man Cave Live wouldn't be here either. That's true. true. That's absolutely true. I wrote my favorite top 10 characters that he created. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But I want you to tell me yours. Well, I'm not going to tell you mine, but uh, top 10, it's a lot. Let's just, um, why, I mean, don't you, why don't you tell us what you got? Indulge us. I got Spider Man. Spider-Man was his number one. The X-Men. The X-Men, which That's is... more than uh, one person. But it's the X-Men universe. The X-Men universe. a lot universe. of people. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man. He did. Hulk. Yep. Thor. Daredevil. Ant-Man. Black Panther. Uh, Fantastic Four. And Doctor Strange. Well, Doctor Doom. Dad's part of Fantastic Four. Yep. And the Mole so, Man. So that's like top 87? Mm, more or less. Oh, exact. I mean, I could put the Avengers, and that'd be like the count counts. Okay, then so that'd be, that's exactly. be 112. You know, read. <laughs> if you if you check out last week's episode, we learned the counts illiterate. We knew that from the beginning. Yeah, we didn't. We knew that since episode one. But I'm trying to get listens for last week's show. Oh, because the captain's on. You know, he needs all the help he can get, especially because <laughs> he doesn't listen. Oh, he's okay. always talking, never listens. He's captain, no listen. Captain Talker. You. Jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber. <laughs> Jibber-jabber, jibber-jabber, jibber-jabber. Moving on. Moving on. Beer of the week. Wait, we already did that. Yeah, we already did that. I had some pretty cool notes that I've been jotting down all day today. Yes, let's give us some, yeah. uh, some on, more brain interesting shine, facts. Brain. So, in its heyday, uh-huh. uh, Marvel Comics sold 50 million copies a year. Uh-huh. After all the comics came TV shows, uh, animated series, and then movies. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, four of the ten highest-grossing movies in history worldwide are based on the characters he co-created. The Avengers Infinity War that just came out uh, is number four in the history of movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Avengers, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, Black Panther. Those are the top four, or top four of five. You know, I don't, I don't get why Age of Ultron was so popular. You know, I get that it was the second Avengers movie and everyone was all like, oh, how could you beat the best? But watching it, it was... First off, they didn't do Ultron justice because, first off, they screwed up the story of him being created by Hank Fimm, which was Ant-Man. And second of all, I don't like the Ultron. The voice, uh, James Spader, Mm -hmm. which I love and everything else he's done, specifically Wolf. Remember that with Jack Nicholson? Yes. I just didn't like... He had too much character, too much emotion, and too much... Um, I guess they were trying to give it some sort of... I guess uh, they... Um, depth? Yeah, emotion, it's depth. Ultron. Yeah. He's, a, he's a fucking robot. I don't, I don't understand why you would have him have all them. I guess they felt that James Spader was emotionless, or they felt like he was just like a bland, robotic voice, but he had too much yeah, I think that it, in there. I think it's number eight just because... It's the second one, and I mean, everybody wanted to see the follow-up. Right, we all did. Uh, I mean, yeah. when you watch it, you're like, really? This, yeah. This is what we got? I got a question. Yeah. Not to go off topic here, what, what box office reviews like that, is it based on number of people or money it Oh, grossed? no, this is money, uh, highest grossing movies. I, I don't agree with that system they use, because nowadays, in the past 10 years, the price inflation. of movie tickets yes. have gone up like 9,000%. Yeah, they they adjusted. This was adjusted for inflation. Yes. 
So, so anytime you see those top lists, I think the most uh, viewed like uh, people in seats. No, say oh, a movie that came out that was big in like 1994. Mm-hmm. The movie tickets were the same price as they are today. This is how much it would have made. I think, and I could be wrong, but I think the number one movie that had the most tickets bought with people in seats well, was, was actually. Uh, what's the one? And frankly, I don't give a damn. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. That was the one that had the most people That's in weird. seats. There wasn't very many theaters back then. I don't know. I, I think called the Google. I, yeah, we have a thing called the Google, but I'm pretty sure that's what uh, was the most uh, viewers and goers. Because I mean, what do you mean they had? Didn't, they had probably had more movie theaters than we have today. Because now they're like going under left and right. They had one like every block. We have that one and that one. Because nobody wants to go to the movies. They're, they're just huge. Yeah, no, no, oh, movies because no one wants to pay nineteen dollars for a movie when you can get it on the internet for free. Back then, it was a nickel. Exactly my point. Give me a nickel for a pickle. I got a nickel. Avatar is number one. As far as most people that goes? As far as highest revenue. Worldwide grosses. No, no, no. Most watched. Oh, I uh, I guess. Well, I guess if it made the most money, it had the most people. Yeah. So it was Avatar, Titanic, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, uh, Avengers, Infinity War. Jurassic Park, Marvel, The Avengers, Furious 7, uh, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Black Panther, uh, and then the last Harry Potter movie. I can't believe Avatar is number one because that is such a mediocre movie. Yeah, but at the time it was like, whoa. That was one of the first, it came out in 3D, like it was real big popular 3D movie. That was a pretty badass 3D movie. When I wore the glasses. Wasn't it the first one that had like that $3 million camera they used Mm -hmm. to film it? Yeah. Now, Now there's two more. So that was top 10. Okay. That I said. Now there's two more that are in the top 20 Iron Man 3, and then one of my favorites besides Infinity War, uh, Captain America Civil War. That, was oh. a, that wasn't a to me, Avengers like, movie, but it was. Uh, I felt like that was Avengers 2. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like it was the Avengers 2 we should have had. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm uh, glad that uh, they made. Um, top 20. Uh, man, Captain so, Civil War was one of my favorite. Uh, Story yeah, arts? I, I think um, I love it. Yeah. Well, the original comic books, it's a little different. There's a school bus of children that mm-hmm. die in that, and, and you know, the comics, yeah. which, you know, becomes a catalyst of the whole event. You know, the Hero Registration Act. You know, Iron Man was for it. Captain America wasn't. Yep. The mutants weren't for it at all. Because, but they couldn't do that in the movies because of right. trademarks and stuff like all that. All the X-Men now were they against can. it. Now they can. They, they, don't, they, they, they can't go thing. backwards. I just think, I just think it's cool that, that the it's guy. Kind of I just think it's cool that the guy that that create that co-created those movies. I mean, I mean they they influence all that. No, no, it's. I mean, there wouldn't be Hugh Jackman. Put it that way. Hugh Jackman would never. He'd be well, still be sword fishing. We, yeah. Well, we can't no, say he'd still be doing Broadway plays, which he still does. Actually, and that was pretty but... miserable. <laughs> Le Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loves that theater play uh, scene. He still does it, so. Really? Yeah, he's a big uh, theater actor. Theater actor? Yeah. Act on, in, the, in the theater? Yeah. He's a thespian. He's a thespian. thespian. No. Thespian, not. What did you say? I said thespian. No, you said thespian. Alright, we got grammar police showed up. <laughs> thespian. Moving on. I guess that wouldn't be grammar. (laughs) Don't you dare me. Grammar police. Don't you dare me. I did write a little tribute. 
We'll, we'll do it later. It's a nice little... You know what? Let's talk about the X-Men. Okay. Because that tribute right there, I think, is important because... Did you read it? Yeah. Um, kind of. You skimmed over it. Why... Let me just give you a fun fact of why Stan Lee is a great influence on me, myself. Sure. Um, first off, you know, I was a nerd in high school. Or I was a nerd growing up in school. Back then, when... Comic books were, you know, all coming out. You know, back then, nerd culture and jock culture clashed with each other. Nowadays, you know, you got Marvel comics and cartoons and T-shirts and clothing. It's cool now. And yeah, everybody's cool. It's, it's Everybody all cool. That. Everybody does that. But back when I was a kid, yeah. if you read comics or if you even know who Iron Man was, Spider-Man, everybody loves Spider-Man, but the Hulk yes. or something like that, or... You know, the Fantastic Four. Label, you were a liberal nerd. You were a nerd. Huh. And you know, the jocks used to pick on you because, you know, you were, hey guys, this is the greatest comic of all time. Check uh, out my new list box. But it gave you, Stan Lee and all his comics gave you a moral compass. The difference between Marvel Comics with Stan Lee and DC is all his characters are relatable. Mm -hmm. You can relate to every single one of them. Like, as a human. Yeah. Like, Batman, there's only, what, less than 1% that can even say, oh, I know what it feels like to be a billionaire. And if you are that, you're not going to give a shit about being a Batman at all. Uh, out of that 1%, how many of them are orphans? Yeah. Yeah. So, you not relatable. I have a but uh, butler named Alfred. Yeah. Superman. Huh? An alien who... Crash lands here and is basically everything, man. I can do everything. You know why? It's because John didn't look at him in the face. Mm, it's true. Or Wonder Woman, a, a goddess. Whew. How many people can relate to any of these things? You can't. So when he, wrote, when he wrote uh, Spider-Man, that's really what kicked it off. Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, you're, everybody can relate to being a teenage boy, going through puberty, and uh, not getting this power, but actually, if you did have this power, what would it do? So, or how would you experience it? How would you live through life with this power? And, you know, having that moral compass of like Uncle Ben and stuff like that with great power, you know. Comes great responsibility. Comes great responsibility. Yeah. And from after Spider-Man, he went and realized the civil rights movement that was going on. And X-Men is... A parable, if that's the word I'm using correctly, of the civil rights music uh, movement, not music, sorry. Because he wanted lists or readers, specifically young readers and even old ones that were going to dabble in comics, to understand that being different is okay. And what it feels like to be in a mutant or an oppressed type of people living in American society. I totally agree. So, he went on to say this quote. Why don't you... Um... So he said, Bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. Sooner or later, if man is ever to be worthy of his destiny, we must fill our hearts with tolerance. These stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, or color, and their skin. Of their skin. So... I don't know. I 100% I, I agree. I think that's why I've always respected him is for his ability to use a comic platform uh, to expose racism. And he's never really stopped doing that. I mean... No, I mean, it, feminism. Yeah. I mean, he's 
any really social issue at the time when he was in charge of that. Mm -hmm. He hit it head on. He hit it with the comics. Uh, he hit it not so subtle. I mean, he hit you in the mouth with it. Yes. Any, any child could read and understand what's going on and the similarities, the parallels of what's going on today and what's going on in these comics. Yeah. But he also did it very subtle to where not to offend or to incite mm -hmm. some kind of argument that he didn't want because yeah. it's comics. You're supposed to have fun with it. Yeah. I think he always made you feel a special connection with whomever your favorite villain or hero is. Right. I Even mean, his villains yeah. had backstories to where you, you they felt, you feel, yeah, you you feel like, yeah. like Magneto. I mean, he's a, a Jewish Holocaust survivor, survivor that had to deal with, like, he has conviction behind being a bad guy versus dark side. You know, yeah. he's bad guy. Yeah. Just, just bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. Or the Joker, a crazy. That's that's it. That's all you, well, nowadays we have a backstory. Now there's more to but it. But for, then, what, decades, yeah. Joker was just bad guy. Bad guy number one. Mm -hmm. And that's it. He's a bad, All those bad guys had just really mundane, loose, just nothing backstory. Yeah. Even the suit, nothing. You couldn't relate to any of these characters. And he wrote millions of them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think the, one of the coolest things is he also made sure to go out of his way uh, to thank all of his fans who's ever met him. Whoever, like, sends him like cards or whatever. Him. Yeah, whenever we met him. Um, he made sure that when I saw him in the line, yeah. it was a long line. It was yeah. the longest line that I've ever been in to meet a person. Um, I saw him when I got closer, I could hear him. He had people around him helping mm -hmm. him stuff because he can't really lift a whole lot of things. Yeah. Well, it was this 93? Was... It was 93 years old at the time. Yeah, this, this was two, two, years two or three years ago, yeah. It was two years ago, yeah. Yeah, okay. So he was 93 at the time, and so he had people helping him, stuff like that. But he managed to have almost a little five-second individual conversation he about, did. like, I remember when I wrote this. Yes. And, like, when I brought, all the, uh, brought my poster, mm -hmm. it was a big poster. He didn't know exactly where to sign, but he signed it. He was like, let me... He, he just looked at it and he's like, this one right here, I didn't write that. Uh, John so-and-so, so-and-so, uh, Jazzy John or something like that. He yeah. always gave him a crazy nickname, wrote that, and then he drove this and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I can't believe you're talking to me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even <laughs> care. He could have just said, poo-poo, dookie, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like, Stanley said, poo-poo, <laughs> dookie, bye-bye. I actually got a, when I met him, uh, there was a, an artist there. Uh, he's He's been there. It's Comic Palooza. We go every year. Right. This, um, yeah, this was at Comic Palooza. Um, his name is Sam De La Rosa. He drew a lot of the um, uh, Spider-Man Venom, like the old school Carnage. Like he drew a lot of well, those. He wasn't the creator because he uh, wasn't the creator. He, we know who created uh, Venom. Who? It was Todd McFarlane. Oh. Well. Todd McFarlane created that and then went off to make uh, Spawn. Okay. So um, he he I got I got a I got a uh, commission done from him, uh, and then he drew a little. Spider-Man and then I took it over to Stan Lee and he's like did you get this from Sam? I said yes or yes sir yes sir <laughs> and uh, we talked for yeah about five seconds and super nice like took the time to talk to everybody there shook his hand out shook, he shook everybody's sure he hand shook his hand made, and he made sure to sign everybody's picture or sign out or whatever autograph or whatever he was doing no matter how long the line was he saved the entire time and then took pictures with people like Trooper at 93, 93 years, years old. old. 93 years old. If I'm 93 and I'm able to even, you know, not have to crap 16 times in yeah. an hour, I'm I'm doing... We looked out. I mean, because that was the last year he ever did uh, uh, any cons, live event. Yeah. Any conventions. 
So Can you imagine cool. the gratification that comes from when he was a young man writing these on little comic books that just people just read to what it came to now, the Marvel Studios, watching his creations yeah. with the crazy special effects we've designed over the years, just being able to see that on the big screen. With the so when he created when he was a young man, that's yeah. going to be very gratifying. I'm just, yeah, exactly right. To have something, a career, a life, to where you created something you felt at the time, or you knew at the time, was so small. And he got to play all his cameos in there, too. He did. We should go on our cool. favorite Stanley cameo. It's a good one. I like Deadpool. <laughs> he was a strip club guy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, my favorite's actually in Iron, the Iron Man movies. Okay. Uh, you know, when he, the first Iron Man 1, where he comes up, uh, Tony Stark comes by, and they're all like, hey, Tony Stark, Tony Stark, taking pictures or whatever. And he, uh, he pats uh, Stan Lee, and he's like, hey, hey, Hef. <laughs> and he turns around and he's, he's looking around like he, he's like a Hugh Hefner parody yeah. and in the second one Iron Man 2 he's coming down the escal escalator with all the paparazzi around him or whatever and they said Larry King Larry King and it's Stan Lee that's trying to suspend her looking like Larry yeah. King and I'm like motherfucker I was like is this the Iron Man thing just gonna parody uh, make a parody of him that he looks like all these other people because yeah. he's an old man his wife was in uh, uh, one of the X-Men he was holding her. Yes, uh, yes. I think it, it was Last Days Stand? Of, no, I think it might have been Days of Future Past. Yeah, because Last Stand was the one where he's holding the hose. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. I like the uh, second version of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man mm -hmm. 2, when he's fighting the, the the lizard in the library. He's got the headphones on. He's just organizing the books. The books and they're fucking and they're fighting the He turns around, the whole library is destroyed. <laughs> Your dear kids, are they big into like yeah, yeah. movies and yeah. comics and all that, I love stuff? all that stuff? That's cool. That's cool. I mean, it, it's like what you were saying. It, it's become uh, it's become not a, not necessarily a norm, but like part of reality. Yeah, yeah. It's it's acceptable now. Like everybody everybody can can agree on it and, and kind of nerd out a little bit. And I think that's kind of cool, and it and it helps like. As a dad, I wonder if he's uh, you know, he was old. He probably knew his end was coming soon. I wonder if he pre-recorded cameos for future movies that they know about already. So I was, I was actually reading that he is in the the, the next Avengers. Is that it though? Do you have any other ones uh, he's that's done? It. He did, he did the Ant Man. So the the I mean, no, 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 no studios. They he, might. He did do Miss. Uh, he did do Captain Marvel. He did do a uh, oh, okay. cameo in that. They might be able to CGI him in like other movies. Yeah, just so to be there for our. Comfort or whatever. Yeah, you know, how they do the uh, hol holographic hologram. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they 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 did do a whenever he whenever he did Ant Man's cameo, this last Ant Man the Wasp. He also did. I haven't seen that. Avengers. Is good? I liked it a lot. It's good. I like the girl from uh, Lost in it. Which one is that? So the show Lost. I never watched. It. I think she's the his, his partner in it. Is her name like Evangelica? Yeah, something like that. Okay, she's okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he uh, while he did this cameo for Ant Man, he also did his cameo for uh, the Last Avengers movie, which I hope it's three hours long. Bye, Sven. Because I can't wait. Bye, Sven. You want to say anything to the audience? Whoa, whoa! Kind of, with the language it's getting kind of chilly out here. Glad you got that nice uh, sweater from um, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Uh, flannel. His the the Bengalis are geeking out right now. They're top sharp pimping over there. Yeah, they're probably listening to that right now. 
Probably takes a few weeks to get there. Uh, Excelsior, let's, let's cheers to Stanley. We'll talk about him a little bit later, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is a Stanley tribute episode. Well, it's going to be wait. talked. What are we doing? Cheers. Count. Jesus. Because we lo- love you. you. <laughs> shit. No, you. <laughs> no, you're not here. No, it's got a, a second button on the sleeve. It's one of those little bitty tiny like collar those. buttons, and yeah. I can't get it in there. I guess my wife to do those. I can never do my them. cufflings. My CC cufflings. <laughs> Count Crosby cufflings are not interacting correctly. <sighs> Well, yeah. we'll wait. We're just going to pause this and wait for Alan to figure well, out his... I, I can still talk and figure out buttons. It's only because I'm doing it with my left hand. It'll help you go quicker. I think I oh, that's true. I like your watch. Thank you. You're welcome. I said on the show, I said earlier before we started the show that I like your laugh. It's genuine. <laughs> when, when, you, when you really laugh, it's a nice, genuine laugh. Well, you better say something funny if you want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. I want to hear it. Face is genuine. Oh, what? Brown girl. Girl. Well, does your face hurt? It's killing me. Oh. <laughs> There's some burns on the show. So, going back. Yes. Steve, uh, Stanley. Yeah, yeah, we're back. We're back. Stan facts. <laughs> we had to take a comedy break. <laughs> Brought to you by Prospect Marketing. Ding, 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 ding. I don't know. Prospect Marketing. Prospect Marketing. Does a body good. Prospect Marketing is an official sponsor of Man Cave Live. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's right. Where's the they uh, They're not. They're promoting us. Yeah, we're paying them in comedy. All right. They get to listen to the show for free. The owner, uh, Jarhead Williams. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I know this company. So Doing us huge favors. Huge He's favors. He's handsome. I know I am. He'd be handsomer if he had hair. Oh. He's been oh. bald since high school. Really? Yeah. He used to go buy his beer because he was balding. And they never questioned him. <laughs> we love you. I love you, Jarhead. <laughs> so I got the nickname Jarhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so one of the cool things that about Stan Lee is he did is he created an entire universe. Everybody knows that. The universe we uh, experience today, as far as all the all the whole Marvel, they're all in the same universe, which is great. Which I consider part of our normal universe. Yeah, I mean, that shit's happening right yeah. now. I mean, I don't ever go to New York, but that shit's going down out there. I mean, it's in my mind. He created essentially American mythology. Yeah, you know, like if we were to ever be nuked and the whole World War Three or whatever would happen, it would, um, it would. Uh, People would look back at these comics and think like the old days, mm-hmm. you know, like when we look back at the Greek mythology, like, oh, they believed in these guys because they won't know. They won't yeah. know what we believed in. They probably, you know, will. Um, that being said, like, about polytheism. Yeah, polytheism. Well, you know, DC, of course, you would think those guys are gods, but our guys are the heroes or Marvel is the heroes like Hercules yeah. and uh, Theseus and Perseus and Kratos. Kratos. <laughs> and Thor. And Thor. Well, that's Norse, but yes, mythology as it is, yeah. So, that being said, this week on Man Cave Live, we did a build a character. (laughs) So we're going to build a character (laughs) in respect of Stan Lee to show you that Stan Lee not only changed the world, but he inspired everyone to have an imagination of creating a character. I think one of his quotes is just saying, the idea is out there, you just got to find it, or just grab it and create something. So... 
We're just gonna uh, we're just gonna go out with some characters. What um, you want to go first, Brian? You want me to go first, Brian? Brain. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go first? I'll go second, and the count will go third. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, I like bad guys. So he's a super villain. He's a super villain. Oh my yeah, god! Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Uh, his real name is Daryl Thompson. Daryl Thompson. Daryl Thompson. Uh, AKA Chisholm. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's a rejected wrestler. Oh, that's what happened? Is yeah. That's how he became a that's, bad guy? That, that's, what, that's his origin, is he's a rejected wrestler. Um, he got his super strength, super agility, and uh, he's already an Olympic wrestler. He's got the, the shoot takedown skills. Uh, he, but he got his super agility and strength uh, his from powers. his powers. He got it from an experimental steroid that he was taking. Uh, called <laughs> was it from TGRI? <laughs> TGRI. It, it yeah. was called uh, Nukem X Seven. So uh, that's my. Which was made by TGRI. It was made by TGRI. Which is uh, Techno Global Research Industries. Please sponsor us. I'll take the. I'll take the. I'll take some. Moves. I'll take some Nukem X Seven. Yeah. Yeah, I want uh, some Nukem X7. I so, want... if I have to paint a picture for you guys... Wait, wait, wait. Does it make his penis extremely large? Super If it does, I don't want any, because my no, wife's already in pain. They're, they're, they're not 3D. You can't see them. Oh. So, I don't know. Go, little, go on. Draw, you drew a little uh, uh, curve for a bulge, so yes. Yeah, okay. okay. That's a, a big A big curve. Okay. Sure, cup. To hold his massive penis in. Yeah, so you can't kick it. Mm. <laughs> so if I, if I had a painted picture... Uh, he painted a penis picture. I had a painted penis picture. <laughs> He's got a hooded jacket, uh, uh, a black tank top. It has to be black. He's black, a bad guy. A yes. black tank top, uh, cargo pants, and military boots. Because he's a heel. He's a heel. He's a bad guy. Uh, military boots or Doc Martens? Military boots. All right. Carry on. Yeah. Wrestling military boots. Which are Doc Martens. No, no, no. <laughs> no they, they're special <laughs> wrestling boots with padding at the Yeah, they pad it on them, so you don't tear up the, the canvas. Yeah, and that way when you kick somebody in the face, you don't actually kick him in the fucking face. No. We do what he does. He does, He's yes. chisel. He's chisel. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, his arch nemesis, who's the good guy, is his name is Flash Mikmahan. <laughs> he is uh, the... What is he? What, what do we... What do we say? He's he's a face that he's 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 a, he's the guy that beat him out to out of a job. Right, right. Yeah, he, he, oh, so he's the guy. He's kind of like the uh, John Cena of the Stone Cold uh, of the wrestling world. Yeah, like he's more John Rock. Cena than you Stone know, Cold. He's he's uh, the guy that just he was the face, the yeah. baby face that he wanted to be, mm-hmm. and then be. Oh, now I see. He's disgruntled. Mm. He's, yeah. a disgruntled he's a disgruntled employee. employee, rejected wrestler. He didn't get what he wanted. Took steroids, fucked his life up. Don't do drugs. Now he's a bad guy. Yeah, chisel. (laughs) (laughs) See? Stanley was right. Imagination. Yeah, it won't sell any copies. It won't? It won't sell any copies. I'll buy it. Oh, I'll I'll buy one. I'd buy it. Chisel. Chisel. Sponsored, right? (laughs) (laughs) Next on Man Cave Live Comics, Chisel. The Adventures of Chisel. The The Adventures of Chisel and Flash McMahon. McMahon. I'm All done. right, what's yours? So <laughs> mine is um, Mr. Methane and the Propane Kid. It's a it's a duo. It's a dynamic duo. So 
Mr. Methane's uh, real name, his, his true identity is Gary Bannister. And um, the propane kid is Tracy Bell. So Gary Bannister, how they got their powers, well, actually only one has his power. Gary Bannister was working at the gas, the methane plant, when lightning struck and caused an explosion, and then he got blown up into it, and then became... Uh, methane man. Methane man, or no, sorry, Mr. Methane. Mr. Methane. He became, and his, and his powers are, that he controls methane gas. So he has lighters, like big lighters. Okay. Uh, in his pockets all the time. He's got like 50 of them because he because he just nabs them from everybody. <laughs> he has all his friends over. Uh-huh. He has to have his friends over every Friday night for Man Cave Live. <laughs> and then just jack all the lighters so he can make flames that shoot out of his uh, out of his out of his hands because yeah. he controls methane. He should, you know what he should have? Uh, his mascot should be a cow. Yeah, sure. They Don't they produce methane? We all do. We fart methane. I'm producing methane right now. Yeah. Every time the count opens, or the uh, the cap- <laughs> every time the captain opens his mouth, he produces methane. Oh, sick burn! He won't hear it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Methane uh, has the ability to control methane gases, and he uses big lighters that he stole or borrowed or borrowed. Long term borrowed. Long term. We'll get them back when they're empty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'll say like, "Why'd you why'd you bring this empty lighter?" Um, That's why so, I switched to vaping, so, so he <laughs> stopped stealing my fucking lighters. You keep saying he, and then you point at me like I'm. I'm pointing. I'm, I'm not Mr. Methane. No, 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 it's a fictional you. It's it, not the fictional you. It's, oh, it's, okay. It's it's just that area. It's the royal you. Yeah. The royal you. Which I'm not sure how that works. If it works that way, it but works. Move, so he uh, controls not only just can ignite methane with his big lighters, he can. Uh, bring methane up from the ground, Ooh. like basically move the earth yeah. and create uh, suffocations because in, in, in yeah. inhalation. Yeah, I like it. Sounds now, like a bad guy. Propane Sounds like a bad guy. That, no, he's a good guy. Listen. He oh, does okay. it to bad guys. <laughs> he does it to bad guys. Oh, man. So, and the propane can is his sidekick. He also worked at the, uh, the gas plant and he doesn't have any superpowers because he wasn't in that explosion. Yeah. But he showed, but he shoots little propane canisters at people. That's his thing. He's got like a propane tank cannon. Uh-huh. But that's yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. He'd probably go to jail in real life for <laughs> being almost a terrorist. <laughs> Don't or hit him in the head. Terrorist <laughs> cookbook or argument. <laughs> <alchemy, laughs> yeah. That's um, cool. I like that. That's good. A good, good imagination. So, yeah. and But his arch nemesis is the Trifecta Syndicate. And it is Carmen Monoxide. Whoa. And Mr. Greenhouse. <laughs> I'm laughing with you, not at you. And the third one is Lactosa Intolerant. <laughs> three of them. It's the Trifecta hey, Syndicate. One? What's the second one? Uh, Mr. Greenhouse. Oh, okay. You know what? Let's make it Mrs. Greenhouse. Yeah, Mrs. Greenhouse. Mrs. Greenhouse. Does she have red hair? Yes. And a green bodysuit? Yes. And giant boobies? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's my perfect. kind of villain. That's Craven's girlfriend, or uh, Chisel's girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Carbon monoxide is, wears all black and has 
blood dripping from her hands. She shoots blood and ter- tuberculosis everywhere. Tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Greenhouse makes it super hot. Really, really hot. Yeah, Chisel likes that. And lactosa intolera makes you shit a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like un- uncontrollable shit. You made me slow. <laughs> <laughs> like really bad shit. Like the ones who are like mid sentence, like, hey, and you're like, hey, oh, that's a fart. I gotta go. <laughs> you know. What's that, what's that guy's name, your buddy? Uh, Juicy Fruit? He was, <laughs> he, he was hanging out with lactose and tolerance too much. <laughs> oh, Juicy Fruit ass motherfucker. The lactosa intolera special or, or, or power is that, uh, you know, it destroys underwear around the world. <laughs> you know those farts that you know that just, you know they're not a good fart and you know, just, yeah. Her, it makes, it makes, it makes you shit acid. Yes. Ooh. We got to put your um, wet wipes in the freezer. <sighs> Ooh. Don't flush them. Don't, well, if they're that hard. Yeah. I'll flush them. <laughs> says don't flush, but I'll flush them. Now time for another bean. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't rate these, uh, this beer. Oh, how many cavies? Uh, one. One. Two. You give it two cavies? I give it one cavy as far as a red ale. I give it Man. two because it's a carbuck and they're normally not that great. Oh, that's true, yeah. I mean, that's not that. I disagree, but I like they, the, I like they the used to the be good cooler. before they got bought by a shitty company. Oh, sorry. The can's oh. cool. Too soon? No. Count what's yours. Sorry, I'm sorry, you're done. Oh, that's all I got. Okay. Count what you got. I didn't I didn't come up with one. Let's see if I can brainstorm here. Oh, I was joking. I got something. All right, my character's name is Butch Rockwell. And oh. his uh, hero name is Bionexum. <laughs> All right, so he's a security guard, right? Okay. And he works at the uh, storage facility that stores, like, uh, medicine, like Nexium. <laughs> like the Hartford Bill? Yeah, like the Hartford Bill. So, uh, so uh, out there uh, above the stratosphere, there was uh, alien ships uh, fighting with each other, and they got in a collision, and there was a bi- uh, biological uh, weapon that fell out of the ship when they collided. And it fell through the stratosphere all the way down to Earth, and it crashed into the warehouse that stored the Nexium. The, 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 the Butch was and, and the Butch was security guard. guard. Okay. He worked as a security guard. So he came from a long line of like detectives in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Long line. His father, his grandfather, great. He always wanted to be a detective, but he could never make it through the police academy to earn his way up there. So that's why he got the gig as a security guard, you know, down on his luck, trying to make the world a better place, but didn't have a chance to get there. So he heard this biological weapon crash through the building and turned all the Nexium into like a symbiote. <laughs> so when he went to, uh, you know, investigate the, stuff, the ruckus, the ruckus, you know, it, it got on him. You know, he got it, the purple symbiote got on him. So he's kind of he kind of looks like Venom, but he's like purple with like gold stripes. Yeah, yeah that's cool. He's got like oh, yeah. all the power of uh, oh, where was I at? Ba 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 ba. All right. So wait, he's got the power. He's got like the uh, like symbiote. Yeah, symbiote power like Venom, but it's like a good symbiote. Uh, symbiote power, but he also has the power to cure your heartburn permanently. Oh. 
Man, that is a superpower. He's gonna fuck up Lactosia Mentosia. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> like, Lactosa Intolera. Intolera. Yeah, he's a crime fighter, but his arch nemesis is, uh, there's two of them, is Dr. Takaria <laughs> and his sidekick, uh, Acida Reflexia. <laughs> and they are cat burglars that have the ability of shooting hot sauce out of their eyes and nipples. Shit. <laughs> out of the nipples parts for a <laughs> that, that extra credit. <laughs> I had more, but I can't remember, man. I'm laughing too hard. That's fine. Lactosia Medusa. No, not Medusa. Jesus Christ. Just stick to the one that you can remember. uh, Mrs. Reflexia to hook up with your uh, lactose guy. The Trifecta Syndicate. And Bionexium, 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 whatever I called him. Yeah, good stuff. And then they beat up... uh, the chisel, chisel. The chills, a hammer in uh, the group Mrs. Greenhouse over there with the giant green titty, uh, boobies. She got those and, vines wrapped. And around that's how all that happened. Yeah, and then and then he was talking to uh, Lactosia Mendozia and <laughs> getting fucking jiggy with it, jiggy with it, and, and also shit in his pants at the same time. No. Oh. All right, well, that was, that was good. Well, that was good. <laughs> That's our creations that we came up with. That's how imagination can change the world. It's true. We would love to actually, our listeners, if you could actually chime in and just, just create a character like that, create a character or a universe or, or some people like that, that would be great. I think everybody should do that on Stan Lee's birthday. Make it a thing of creating your own character. I think he would really enjoy that because that's... Um, or if you could come up with one right after you hear this episode, uh, post it on our Facebook and we will read it to the general population. Yeah, but please rate Man Cave Live. Rate, listen. I mean, dude... With the, read, rate, review. We already know that there's thousands of listeners out there, but, you know, our listeners are, you know, they must be introverted or something like that because they never comment or share or chime in or, or anything like that. They just seem to be um, just... Enjoying the show, yeah. just listening. Hey, just keep it as is. Like they don't want to tell us what we should do. Yeah, which you know we don't want you to tell us what to do. No. We don't want your feedback of you know negativity sometimes. No, just give us five stars. Like, like trolls, just give us five. Just give us stars. five stars. You don't have to write anything. Just five stars. But if you want to send us news, yes, please. Yeah, make it ideas for the show. Ideas. For the ideas. Show, yeah. What do you think would be funny? What should we try out? And news games we could play. Nudes. Yeah, yeah, send nudes. Yes. Yeah, I am that stuff, though. Don't post it. D- DM that stuff. Oh, it's DM now, that's yes. right. DM. Time for another bean? No. Time for another bean! <laughs> no, no, never doing that again. <laughs> what are the beans? I know you didn't eat them all. That's, They're that's over it. there. Farthest away Ryan from the needs to eat one. Yeah, you know, the brain's dollar bet. Pudgy's got to eat uh, rotten eggs. He's got to eat uh, all of them that's left. I don't believe that uh, the fair weather man got uh, a rotten egg. No, he didn't, because he was just like, eh. It just means his cooking must be garbage or whatever. Uh-huh. Like he eats it. <laughs> I know he eats his boogers. You like that one. <laughs> so we, we do anything for work news? Is that not happening? Oh, oh you yeah, want to do work news? All right. So for those of you who are new to the show, uh, the Count and I are gas technicians. So what that means is we go and uh, turn on people's gas that had it turned off and we build uh, gas meters for brand new homes. That being said, we see a lot of shit. 
So this is work news. All right, Cal, let you go. Carry on. I don't have any work news. I was wondering what we were doing. Oh, I. The only work news I have is. I had this. If I was married. I was really open. For real, for reals. Okay. I would have gotten a divorce that day. I was inches and go from it. Because it was this gorgeous young lady. Or no, actually a gorgeous older lady. I, I don't know. She Ooh, was my cougar. age, I guess. Cougar. No, I think she was my age. She answered the door. Cougar. She was on something. You're she old. was on something. She was on you. And she, yeah, she really, she really was. She was just like, oh my God, I wanted to see the gas meter and this and that. You know what she asked me though? I was by the gas meter. So I have to let a little bit of gas out to send a, basically a gas bubble through the lines to see if there's any leaks. So I'm letting it out. She's like, does that get you high? I was like, it put you to sleep. He's like, for how long? I was like, forever. <laughs> Don't sniff this. It's going to kill you. And she was just like, does it really do that? Like, she was fucked. I was like, lady. You'll be all right. It's like, I almost debated whether or not I should turn on the gas because this bitch is going to unhook a gas line and huff this shit. That's probably why you to go out there because, uh, she was huffing <laughs> the fucking gas. They fucking came and turned it off. To she f- saw her bill and she was like, ooh, fuck this. I'm not paying. <laughs> <laughs> there's no fucking way. Uh, no fucking way. Um, there's no, there's no way. F- uh, I'm sorry. There's no fucking way. I should have turned that gas on. But you I know, did. you can sniff your gas. Non-toxic. It's not gonna hurt you. I would have rather. But if it fills up in the room, it can displace the oxygen, and you will suffocate and die. That's true. Because it is a natural gas that comes through your gas. It is a methane, a version of methane. It's a, it's a combination of all kinds of gases mixed together. Ethanol, methane. Uh, I can't. It's predominantly methane. It's a uh, yeah, predominantly. Uh, and it's not it's clean mixture. burning. Just flowing through your house. Right. Yeah. It's not clean burning. It is. Um, it actually produces carbon monoxide yeah. when you burn it, even off the stove. Unfortunately. But it's a lot cheaper than propane. That's why people don't use propane. And propane burns clean, and it's actually heavier than air. It sinks to the ground, so it's hard to get it to float up to higher places. You know, when I bought my house, my uh, I had a latch on the door, and you know, <laughs> uh, I. I smelled gas, and I called the gas guy to come out, and he looked and goes, "Yeah, your your the the line that goes from your ch- uh, chimney in in your in, that goes into your attic is leaking gas." Oh, we guess they pulled your meter. No, they he, he turned off the gas. He was supposed to. He turned off the gas, and then he told me to to cut the line so it's not still going in my in the in the furnace in the chimney, and then like pull it up or whatever, like crimp it and pull it up. So now I don't have any gas in my. That's Chimney. fucked up. He, nah, he, he shouldn't Works. have told you to do any of that shit, but either way. Um, he also he also adjusted my uh, my uh, my uh, water heater to get a little bit hotter. That was nice. Yeah, we're not supposed to do that either. Really? There's a liability. If you get burned, you can sue that motherfucker. Uh, you gotta leave turn, it on the factory setting. I asked man. him to turn it up That's a little bit. That's against company policy right there. He violated, he willingly, abettingly violated a procedure that puts people in harm's way. I, my, my shower gets nice and hot now. Yeah, but you can do it yourself. Just turn it on a little bit. Or I can ask him to do it. I had a weird thing happen to me today. Uh, Work news? I've seen a lot of stuff fall out of attics. Like when you pull the attic ladder down, stuff falls, Christmas balls, roaches, pillows, all kinds of shit. Today I was in a brand new house. I mean, it's not a brand, it's an old house, but nobody, they, they weren't living there yet. Their yeah. stuff it was empty. So like I was how, with the lady. Like, like old, old? Uh, it like, was probably... 25, 30 year old house, but it was it was vacant. Okay, so the like, people were there. They haven't moved in yet, so it was empty. But she was upstairs with me 
I pulled down the ladder and I saw two, it looked like cigars that fell down. Book, book. I was like, what the fuck? And she goes, what is that? And I look at it, I'm like, those are turds. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm serious. And, I'm, and she's like, I was really, I'm like, I think that's poop. And I pulled my flashlight out and put it real close to it. I look at it, I'm like, what does this look like to you? And she goes, yeah, that's poop. And it's not like rat poop or squirrel poop. They're logs, like dog poop. I'm like, it looks like dog turds. She's like, people put dogs in the attic? I'm like, I don't know. But that is not, I thought, I've seen a lot of stuff fall out of the attics and that's the first time I've ever seen Full-size turds, turds, two yeah. turds fall to the ground. And she called the landlord and started bitching her. You got to come check out my attic. Something's going on in this house. There's dog turds falling out of the ceiling. I was cracking up, man. Now, when you left... Did you I left him on the floor, though. Uh, did, wait, 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 did you turn wait, wait, around wait. and look at the house and somebody's looking back at you? Yeah, a dog. Oh. Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. Let's backtrack. Giant turds yeah, fell out of the attic. That long, thicker than this ladder. So you're talking like about they were six the, inch turds? Uh, well, four inches. Four two, inch turds? Two turds, two logs. Did they, they smell like poop? Did I didn't they, fucking pick them up and put them on my nose. It sure wasn't Twix. They yeah. was turds. It was turds. Because when I went up there, I found other turds up there. That big? Yeah. It was. It didn't look like like rabbit shit or squirrel shit or you rat shit. Raccoon shit. I've never seen raccoon shit, but I assume they shit in like no, larger oh, pellets. Rac- no, raccoons. I don't think raccoons poop pellets. Raccoons. It probably was raccoon. It looked like dog shit. Rac- I mean, it was bigger than my son's shits. <laughs> that's more. Give me a dog. I mean, <laughs> or she, that's what she looked at me. I'm like, it looks like dog poop. And she goes, and like she goes people there. are putting dogs in the attic? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of shit fall out of attics. I've never seen turds fall. I'm lucky it didn't hit me in the fucking face. Because <laughs> normally shit hits you in the eye when you pull that shit down. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's why I right pull it there. backwards. I pull it down backwards. You learn, like, you learn quick to pull it down like that. I, I pull one down like a thousand Christmas balls came pouring out. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? And, and like insulation and shit. People always look at you like you can clean it up. I'm like, your house, you're out of your mess. I'm going to leave it right there on the fucking floor and walk out of here. Oh, it's yeah. Good for fucking dude, you, so up. insulation and stuff like this, like just resting on the ladder. As soon as you pull the ladder down, and it falls on the ground, they give you that up and down stare. They look at that and they look at you like, uh-huh. you gonna clean it up on my carpet? I'm nope. Like, no. That's your shit. I didn't put it there. I'm like, I gotta get to your attic. That's, that's your shit. That's your shit. You gotta provide me access. True. Because if I don't have access, then you ain't have fun. You ain't got no gas. Yeah, have fun with your cold shower. You puffing your gas. And huffing your gas, as that young lady uh, wanted to do. So that was work new. Wait, wait. Oh. I got a question about you. I was listening to one of our older episodes. You were talking about how you're waiting tables. And you yeah. had a customer that came in and ordered and ate that onion uh-huh. with the fork and a knife. Yeah. I know you had to Fucking do, uh, obviously, it's not on the menu. You had to do like a miscellaneous charge for that. But I'm just curious. What did y'all charge for a, a whole raw onion? I didn't charge him. You gave it to him for free? I gave it to him for free because I was like, I don't, I don't know how to charge this guy. Yeah. I mean, he had a few beers. Gave me a good tip. All right, cool. Yeah. No, I didn't charge this guy. So what you're saying is onions are free at restaurants? I would assume so. How are you going to charge? Like, okay, if you go to a burger place and you ask for extra onions, they're not going to charge you for onions. They don't, they don't have the a Raisin Cane's charge you 75 cents for a shitty-ass fucking, fucking sauce. Fucking sauce. It doesn't come with nothing. <laughs> Fuck Raisin Canes. I went there and ordered a cheeseburger and they got mad and I was like, can I have some spaghetti? <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
And they gave me some chicken strips. It's all they fucking have. And I said, you got some sauce? We got raisin cake. Well, I don't know what that is. Can I have some honey mustard? Oh, it's going to cost you. I'm like, why? Why do I got to pay for dipping sauce with your shit? And it was like mayonnaise with honey. It was fucking disgusting. I didn't even eat that shit. I actually literally just threw some quarters at it when she gave it to me. <laughs> Yeah, fuck raisin canes. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, it's fucking garbage. When I said I, I ordered a chicken sandwich one there, uh, one time there, and I just said it looked like a chicken sandwich because I couldn't see that it was like three tenders mm-hmm. on a bun. Shitty ass little tenders too. Right, it was fucking garbage, and they gave it to me. I, I opened it up, uh, and I was like, I bit into it. I was like, hey, this is this is tenders. It was like, well, that's that's the number five, sir. That's all we or, have, whatever it is, is like. I said chicken, chicken with bacon chicken and sandwich. cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have bacon and cheese. Well, the bitch at the fucking drive-thru said you did. What the fuck? If you like raisin canes, try Zaxby's. Yeah, you'll like never Z- go back. I like Zaxby's. Zaxby's is fucking great. I like Zaxby's. Chick Fil A. Now that being said, uh, raisin canes. Uh, please, if you ever want to sponsor us, don't. Because we don't want your fucking money. No, yeah, you keep your money. Zaxby's. We'll take your sponsorship. I like Zaxby's. Zaxby's yeah, good salads. Slim chickens. A good salad. Chicken filet. All right. Chicken filet. Yeah, there we go. You can say that all you want, cause chicken filet. <laughs> chicken filet. <laughs> filet of chicken. What are we doing? What are you pointing at? What time is it? Oh. Early. Yeah. Like twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. No. One past twelve. No. So I guess that was work news. So I'm thinking of some other. If I think of something else throughout the show, I'll throw it in there in a moment of spontaneity. Yeah, I don't have any work news. No, no, I. uh... I do have some fucking work news. I got a little ticked off with a fucking customer. So I have this guy, <clears throat> Tommy. I think it's his name. He's in. Uh, so we're in Houston, obviously, uh, and he's in. Uh, he was in uh, Missouri, Sparta, Missouri. Uh, and he wanted us to ship some equipment to him. Uh, no problem. We shipped it. Uh, and then the very next day, he calls and asks for more for more equipment. So we shipped them. So we shipped them more equipment. And the next day, he calls. He goes, "Hey, uh, how much is this?" <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "I'm I I don't do the prices. The guy that." You talk to our salesman. He's the one that gave you prices. Let me call him real quick. So I called the sales guy, called him back, and said they're going to be about 150 bucks each. And he goes, $150 each? I said, yes, sir. He was, all right, well, how much is the freight? And I said, the freight's, uh, I think it was like 180 or something like that. And he goes, you're charging me $180 to ship this to me? I said, yes, sir. He goes, why is it $180? I said, sir, we're in Houston. You're in Missouri. It's going to take three days to get there. It's kind of expensive. It's it's freight. I don't know. Like, not only that, we had to bump it up a little bit, so we make money, too. Uh, so then he, he goes... So did you punch him in the mouth? No, he was in uh, Missouri. Oh. Shit. Did you punch phone. him through the phone? I did. So so he said, all right, well, I'm going to call you back. He calls... All right, okay. He calls back and he goes, hey, how much are those... How much is that equipment? I said, 150 bucks each. He goes, I can get this for $36 each. I said, why'd you do that? I said, sir, uh, why don't you go ahead and do that? Buy me 10, ship them to me. I'll pay whatever the freight is because I know you're full of shit, basically. I, I, I didn't say you're full of shit. I said, because I know that that's not the right price. And then he said, well, 
I can get it for $36 and $20 freight right down the street. I said, okay, sir, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. Uh, and then so he told me to turn around the, the, the shipment. Uh, I charged his credit card for the freight. And uh, he called me back, got mad at me because I did that. I said, sir, I can't. I'm not just going to eat the freight. Like, I have to charge you for something. Like, I'm I mean, sorry, Brian. Yes. This is the most boring late news. Yeah, I, don't, I, I got lost. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's just, I'm just angry that people... What's the moral of the story? I think customer pissed me off, too. Don't argue with me. That's that my, that, the, the moral. <laughs> the point is, don't fucking argue with me. I know what I'm fucking doing. That's true. You do not... God be, damn truth it. be told, Brian himself is an so actual... Were you trying to haggle him? No. I just wanted him to fucking... Shut the fuck up and pay me the goddamn uh, freight. I think you were trying to haggle him. I was just say, truth be told, Brian the Brain here is an actual superhero. Uh, Shit you not. Okay, so Brian the Brain's superpower and his super name is the Haggle Master. He has a superpower that he can go to any, anywhere and haggle the shit out of anything, even if it's marked. Like, mm. I've never seen a person go to a Walmart, <laughs> look at a price and go, no, that's not the price. And then go like, these are my coupons. Home this Depot. is what your competitor's uh, selling for. Home Depot or Walmart, whatever. No, I do that at Home Depot. He's the only one that I know that can actually just fucking haggle a price, a set price per the national average and say, no, no thank you. It's true. I also bore them with fucking work, uh, boring ass work stories. I got a uh, going on how you haggle people and I always get ripped off. I actually have two work stories that happened today, to the fucking day, right? So I don't even bring my lunch and drink all this protein crap. But you know it was Friday and I was feel like eating trash food today. So for lunch today, I went to uh, a Dairy Queen was by me and I got a number one. And they said, "Oh, you want a upsize?" I'm like, "No, I'll take a large fry." But I want the drink to be small or whatever. So they charged me an extra with 70-something cents for that. I get the bag and I drive off. I go park somewhere else to eat. I pull out a small fucking fry. <laughs> I paid for a large fucking fry. <laughs> you upsized it. But I ate it. And then uh, on the way home, um, the tonight, before I came here for dinner, I decided on my way home, I'm going to stop at Whataburger. And I got two of the Junior Burgers, the little bitty ones, and a small fry. And I wanted it with only mayonnaise, ketchup, and cheese. That's how I like my little burgers. And it doesn't come with cheese. It's like 59 cents for cheese for each of them. So it's like a dollar eighteen. I paid extra. I'm halfway down 99 driving home. I pull one out and bite it. It's nothing but pickles on that shit. <laughs> there's no mayonnaise. There's no ketchup. There's no cheese. There's nothing but... So I bought cheese. I didn't fucking get. I got ripped off twice today. You want to know something funny? Today for lunch... Uh, you order something with no cheese and a pound of no, cheese on that shit for free? I wasn't very hungry. I you went got to, some free uh, fries, right? some onion rings. I, I, did, I did go to uh, Jackson's Box. I got, I, got some, uh, I got a medium curly fry. Uh, I go through the in a, in a small coat, uh, Sprite, and I and I uh, pulled through the drive through, got it. Uh, I started driving. You know, I get a fry out of my bag, and I'm like, "There's no way this is a fucking like a medium." Comes in a, in a little carton. Small comes in a little paper. Yeah, that's what I had, but yeah. I paid for a large. Yeah. So I turned around. I said, hey, y'all uh, y'all gave me a small. Should know that's the medium. We're just out oh, of the medium wait. cartons. You turned around and went back to the drive-thru to, to complain about this? Correct. 
And they gave me another. And that's why he's the haggle man. Gave, gave, that was already. You know they what? Gave you know, me I, another I, a, a, quote unquote medium fry. Check, check my logic out. <laughs> I chopped it up like I paid money for extra fries and I paid money for cheese that I did not get, which my fat ass don't need that shit anyway. So I paid more money to eat less. So I'm paying. For less calories. It's like you're on a diet. I was like, oh, my fat ass don't need this shit anyway. It's like you're on a diet. You pay it's a lot like of money shame. for it's like shame no money. It's like shame money. I'm going to pay for some cheese I'm not going to eat. Because I don't need this shit anyway. I'm going to pay for it. You don't want lactose intolerant. Oh, I'm not lactose intolerant. I'll drink the shit out of some milk. She'll fucking, I am lactose intolerant. I am too. Motherfucker, dude. I can't, I can't drink milk in the morning. Any any milk that I... Any milk. Cheese even. Like I get cheese on my burgers or... You know, if I do have a burger or even my uh, oh. cheese, should my chicken the, sandwich. Should I tell the story about the night before, my $7? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you're this like, is, you're so, Alan, you're the, you're the arch nemesis. Have you ever been charged for a decline? <laughs> you get charged for a decline? Been charged for, I went to the store where there are price gouges of cigarettes, man. <laughs> so, it was Wednesday. We get paid on Thursdays. By Wednesday, I'm normally pretty poor. I got three kids, a wife, all this shit, one income. I make good money, but... With all the, all, the, all the five people on a dog, I got to pay for it. doesn't last until the next paper. So I, I was able to scrounge up in my bank accounts like 7.07, right? And I'm out of cigarettes, and I'm still at work, and it's like 8 o'clock at night. So I go to this random gas station, and the, I, I, I get the cigarettes. I was I was livid when I was so fucking mad. Because so, uh, of how expensive they were? I didn't even know how expensive they were. And he's like, oh, he rang them up. I stuck my card on the chip holder. <laughs> And it was uh, came out to seven nineteen, and I only had seven oh seven in my bank account. Mm-hmm. But I had ninety cents in a different bank account. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, you only have said seven nineteen, all right?" So I canceled it. I took it out. I went to my phone to pull up a bank account to transfer money over. It charged me seven oh seven for a decline charge. What the fuck? And now my bank account says zero zero zero. And I go in there and I show it to him. I'm like, "Look, I was going to transfer it over, but now he's like, oh, he's showing the receipt. Oh no, it's declined." I'm like, "Well, you charged me for that decline." Now I'm fucked. Do you realize you just fucked me? Now I can't buy cigarettes here or anywhere else. But transfer Now I gotta wait three fucking days for this decline seven dollars to get back in my account. I can pay you tomorrow, but I need cigarettes right fucking now. He's like, oh, sorry, I can't fucking help you. Like you really fucked me, man. You really. So what I went home. Up? I was like, I was still. I had to go do my jobs. All like pissed off. I need a fucking cigarette. You got all the makings. Of a supervillain. That's bullshit, man. The, but I'm so nice. You know what, I'm so I, I go out of my way to help people, and I always get the short end of the stick, man. Nice people do finish last. It's true because I don't do anything nice, and but, I get free uh, stuff all the time. <laughs> the only thing I've done nice is create man cave life. All I do is help people, and I get shit on by the universe for doing it. I think maybe I should become an asshole and I'll succeed in life. Works. But I'm just too kind, man. I just love everybody. Because we, we love you. you. And nobody loves me. Oh, they do. I love but you. I love you. You would have called me. me. I would have transferred you seven. I mean, you know, there's literally. Yeah, you would have called me. I would have called the brain, about, and he would have transferred you money. Because of what I did today, this week at work, there's literally probably about 672 people at home in their bed sleeping warm right now because I went out of my way to make sure their houses were warmed throughout the week with their heaters working and spending time in their attic so they could be comfortable. And that's what I do for people. Then I got ripped off for cigarettes and fries and cheese. You're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're taking the ass. You need a supervillain name because you have all the makings of the arch nemesis to the haggle master. 
The Hagrid? Wait. Count Crosby, post-mortem. <laughs> Wait, actually, he should be the superhero, and the Hagglemaster's the villain. Hagglemaster does sound like a villain name. He does sound like I get stuff for free! <laughs> <laughs> this six-pack is five ninety nine, but for you, 50 bucks. <laughs> ah, shit, here you go. <laughs> that sucks. Every day, man, every day this shit happens to me. All fucking day, every I'm day. Sorry. I don't know how that happens sorry. to you. I don't know either, man. All I know is I turned around and I got another medium french fry for free. Quote, quote medium. Yeah, it was the fries I paid for. <laughs> was there melted cheese on them? No. <laughs> Asshole. So what is today? It's cheese and chili. Alright, moving on. That Let's, was work. Time for another bean. Time for another bean. Do we have some stand facts? No. Okay. You did your stand facts earlier. Well, we had okay. And moving oh on. yeah, no, I have. Uh, Actually, let's. It, today is Friday the sixteenth of November, the year of our Lord. A.D. A.D. Anno Domine. I thought it was B.C. No, B.C.E. Before current uh, era. So stupid. I'm David Attenborough, <laughs> and this is uh, Planet. Uh, uh, well, how much is that commercial going to cost me? <laughs> Don't worry, the I'm out here paying all the sponsors. <laughs> They're sponsoring us, and I'm paying these motherfuckers. You're paying them? I'm paying them to say their names. So, so you're sponsoring them? You're sponsoring us. Sure. Fuck. I mean, all of Bangladesh is sure. now our uh, fucking number one fan, so prospect marketing is doing its damn thing. I, mean, I did buy a shirt today. The count's going to get some more of those blue... Uh, I want all the red ones. Bengali shirts. Bengali shirts. It's not Bengali shirts. That's, That's what, what they said. speak. You said Benghazi. Oh, Bengali. <laughs> Sorry, Benghazi this uh, this uh, uh, people's chant from Eighth Wonder is kicking in, kicking in. Is that what you're drinking now? Yeah, man, that sounds good. Who is this, Paul Wall? Right? Yeah. You know him, right? We do. Yeah, we just go with him. To high school with yeah. him. <laughs> he became a superhero. He's yeah. got uh, his powers are teeth. I think. Yeah. He teamed up with one of the biggest grill makers in the country. Johnny and, Wang? Yeah. Jim, Jimmy Wang? I passed by, pass by his uh, grill shop every day when I go home. So, got ghetto food like William Chicken and Timmy Chains. Oh, that's all right, Paul Wall lyrics, if you didn't know. I don't know that. Moving hey, on. Let's find out what happened on this day. On this day, we do history. Well, today, the count paid for a bunch of shit he didn't get again. <laughs> And yesterday, yeah. <laughs> and probably tomorrow, too. <laughs> uh, but in uh, 2012, Call of Duty Black Ops grossed $500 million in 24 hours on its release to become the biggest entertainment launch of all times as of 2012. It's been beaten since, but... That was a fun game. No, uh, I disagree. I hated fucking Black Ops. Really? I was uh, more of a modern one? warfare guy. I, like Black I don't like the Black Ops. I like the only thing by that uh, side of the company I liked was Ghost. Other than that, I was on the Modern Warfare side. You know what I did like? These games it? I did play. We can't talk about them. What, what, what was the game that I played at your house with you? Was that Modern Warfare 2? Probably. Well, that's the game the I liked. One that was Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. You think Black Ops 2. It's all old. Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. Is that the one where you had the airport yes. uh, map? Okay, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit was fun. Yeah, that was fun as shit. I love being the sniper. Yeah. That was that guy. 
I oh, was yeah. the uh, we, was, we do different rounds. Like we'll do a round where it's only like pistols and melee, yeah, yeah, yeah. or sniper round. We like on the 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 grasslands yeah. and we play sniper levels. And <laughs> yeah, those fucking big ass old tanks. Spent hours yeah. on that game, man. It was I like was, GoldenEye on crack, man. Yeah. <laughs> you ever try playing GoldenEye now? It's boring. I used to get cracked up. It's, it it's not boring. It's not boring. It's oh, hard. It's hard crack. on the eyes. No. Go, oh, what are you oh, talking yeah, about? Uh, boring was not the word I meant to use. What like the, the, like GoldenEye. You oh. ever try to play GoldenEye today? It, you look back out and you're like, man, that was the greatest thing ever. And then you play it now and you're like, yeah. man, my eyes. Yeah, like, like I said, I stopped playing video games for a long time. GoldenEye was one of the last games I played. I came up from work one day. And then you had... And my roommates were playing Modern Warfare 2. And I'd never seen anything like this before. And I'm watching them play and I'm like, holy shit. You never played Medal of holy Honor? Holy shit, No. I'm like, that's like fucking golden eye on crack, man. It's just wild. And I got the. It took me a minute to get the dual joysticks together, but yeah. Like at first, it was just them killing me laughing, but then I got good. And then I got online, and then the thirteen-year-olds were killing me laughing. <laughs> but then I got good, and I could take them out every once in a while. Yeah, every once. I like the story modes and the and like. All mine wasn't that fun. I like the. I know it's hard with the split screens, but I like being in a room with my friends. We're all battling each other. We have, like, scenarios we're trying to do. and Yeah, LAN parties. Yeah, no, no, LAN parties with a TV and an Xbox yeah. or a PlayStation 3. Those are the days. Man. When you actually had to be social with people. Yeah. yeah if y'all want to go outside and yeah. play some Call of Duty right now. Yeah. Shit. If y'all had cords all mapped I'd around the whole rusty, damn house. But I bet y'all still would be there. Hey, Josh, can I come over and bring my Xbox? <laughs> no, bring my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> It's the greatest game ever. Play some Halo, man. We Halo's. we had a Halo land party. Me and Josh. I and never Box. played Halo either. Really? That was fun. Halo was good. Man, Halo revolutionized. I tried Battlefield. I didn't really care for. I like Battlefield. I, I like Battlefield. I remember the the original one, 1942, was the one I liked, and it was an online game. And at that time, my computer was <laughs> like the most epic fucking computer at the time. 1997? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you like the story modes. I like the sniper levels and picking people off and hiding out. That's, mm -hmm. that's fun to me. Go on. Oh, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I that happened today. Oh, okay. Well, we'll be oh, wait, 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 wait. What are we doing? What's today? Uh, November 16th. 25th? Nope. Jesus 16th. Christ. Not Christmas. <laughs> uh, the year 2000. Bill Clinton became the first... U.S. President to, get a to visit oh. Vietnam since the end of the Vietnam War, and he had 97 blowjobs while he was over there. Yeah, he did. Old Bill. From I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Blowjobs is not sex. He didn't have sexual relations. It's oral that's sex. That's what the president said. Why would the president lie? Why? He was he was impeached. Oh, he wasn't. Which, yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah. My wife and I got an argument about that. I was like, yes, he did. Oh, he, he, didn't. Yes, he, he did, but he still kind of, you it know, was slowly of those, in yeah. the term. Right. And peace just means you got brought to court as a president. Well, I'm trying to remember the fucking... The crime in 2001, the second stupid album of Dr. Dre came out in 1999 today. Wow. Woo That's Master P, man. Oh. Rough Riders. That's... DMX, man. Oh, okay. Get with your hip hop. Ooh, oh, bitch. Let me, let me switch to something you might understand. Paul McCartney released Once Upon a Long Ago today in 
thought it was albums. Never heard of it. I did, however, uh, watch a good 15 minutes of uh, Dark Side of Oz. Oh, yeah? After y'all's recommendation last week. It, it, what's weird about that is uh, people say they did it on purpose, but there's no, there's no possible way. way. They, they say they didn't either. There's no way because... No, no, no. What he's saying is that there's no possible way they did not. There's, there's no possible way they did. It's impossible to write an album that could coincide with the movie because the, the album plays two and a half times. Yeah. You got The album repeats okay. two and a half times throughout the movie, but still, you can't write an album that's going to coincide with the beginning and the end of a movie in the same part of it. It's and impossible. Where climax is it like, it's yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's you weird. can't have like old movies like that always had like a flow of uh, I think You think of Pink Floyd, you think of David Gilmore and some old fucking badass you watched the making of the Dark Side of Moon. He was like 17 years old. That little motherfucker wrote that shit. That's weird to see it like that. Oh, the, that uh, live in uh, Pompeii. That that uh, They play live in the Pompeii ruins. That shit's so fucking badass. In the amphitheater? Yeah, that, no, it's not a theater. They're actually in the ruins of Pompeii. Oh, that's right, yeah. And yeah. they do it live out there in the ruins of the, uh, the ancient Roman destruction. Greece. Roman. It was Pompeii. Pompeii's in Rome, right? Pompeii, Greece. They use the Mount Pompeii. Air pomade. That's where it came Romans. from. Air pomade came from Pompeii. Jesus Christ. We're all getting globes this Christmas. Okay, Mr. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're considered Romans Europe back then. In Asia or not in the same continent? You mean Eurasia? Yeah, duh. They're not, not in the, the same, same continent. continent. They're two totally different continents. Asia and Europe. Yeah, but it's part of the same giant landmass. No, it's a continent. <laughs> Moving on. We're all getting globes You're this right. Christmas. It's different continents, but it's one giant landmass. Well, so is uh, America, Mexico, Canada, and Europe. Yeah. I mean, I mean one giant landmass. Well, technically, that is the same continent. Correct. <laughs> South America, North America. <laughs> South America is not the same continent. It's as separated by a mountain, yeah, right. uh, a mountain range. I think it's uh, the Ural Mountains. I'll buy you a globe. Don't worry about it. We'll put a big uh, mountain right here. Skylab 4 was launched today to orbit Earth in 1973. If anybody gives a fuck. <laughs> Space news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this bit's ruined. Uh, this guy named John uh, Lemon. John Lennon? Lemon? Lemon. John Lennon. He did Lemon. not play the didgeridoo as Ringo Starr did. Who? Mind Games. Who? The Mind Games Who? album was released today by John Lennon in 1973. Uh, Sir Elton John. He, he did a concert in New York City today. Watching Gone Sir. In 1970. And the concert was. Uh, they recorded the whole concert in 1970 today, and later that concert was released as his live album. Not today, but later on. We yeah. recorded it today. Benny and the Jets. Yeah, it was probably on that album. The song reminds me of uh, West Side Story. Might have been about West Side Story. I don't know. Never know. I have a relative in that movie. You do? Yeah, my uh, grandfather's cousin was the main character. Yeah, Richard really? Beamer. This is true. My grandfather's name is Bud Beamer. Looked oh. it up. He was actually one episode of the X Files too. He sure was. 
You know the fun That's thing? That's my familiar. Do you know a fun fact about the Count's uh, grandfather? Actually wrote Houston novels. That's a different grandfather, but... But yeah. Why don't you go and tell us a little bit about that? a different grandfather. Uh, it's a different grandfather. I got two grandfathers. So, yeah. so tell us, tell us but about the guy. No, fuck that guy with the novels. He, <laughs> he's not my family, but the guy, uh, Bud, with the family member in that movie. He, you, you know, when you buy hot dogs, and it's got that little plastic thing with the hole cut out that holds the package together. You know what I'm talking about? Nobody. Yes. No. No. You buy a hot dog pack. Yes. yes. A little plastic square with the hole cut out that's clipped on it to hold it closed. Oh, okay. Yeah, he invented yeah. that. He patented and invented that. He worked for a company that bagged meat. It wasn't meat. It was. I don't remember exactly what they. Their job was to put things in bags. Back in the fucking thirties, forties. I don't know. He's old as fuck. And they came, they had a bet to come up with some uh, with his coworkers uh, who could come up with something to close these bags faster. So he took a little piece of plastic and he cut the hole out in the line in it and used it to clip over the bag. And it worked real well. So he went out and patented it and then he sold it. Smart. A different company makes them now. They still make them. They're on the hot dogs and some bread. But he made enough money to buy a car and put them through college by inventing that little plastic piece of square. That's cool. It's cool. That's your grandfather, Bud? Yeah. The guy married me. That's cool. I remember, I remember meeting you, bud. We went to go pick up some furniture from his house. Did we? Yeah. It seems like every time you call me to go do something physical, it's always to pick up furniture. Oh, he lives right there at the payout. It's right either there. we uh, picked up furniture from Grandpa Bud or we picked up uh, furniture from rich Uncle... Uncle Todd. Uncle Todd, who lived in... There's a ranch. I, cigarette. I went in his fucking bathroom. Well, he wasn't there. We went snooping. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uncle Todd. We went snooping in your house. We went snooping to go pick up what was a mattress? It was a bed frame. Bed frame. We a went big, there. thick, giant, wooden, expensive bed frame. It was made by um, all th- Bengalis. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Huh. Sure. In Benghazi? And, and Bengali. God damn it. In Bengali. In Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Okay. <laughs> Do, where is Benghazi? Do you know where Benghazi is? You have no Bangladesh. idea. Bangladesh. No, it's not. It's in Syria. Okay. I know the Bangladesh's uh, animal is a tiger. The Bengal tiger? The royal Bengal Bengal tiger? tiger. Yep. Yep. Learned that right here on Man Man Cave Live. Live. Oh, and actually, uh, to um, retract, retract, uh, update a previous statement. I said the largest cat was the Bengal tiger. It is not. It is the Siberian tiger of Russia. That is the largest cat. Today. Of Siberia. Of Russia. Siberia. The Siberian tiger is the largest cat of Siberia. Today. Of Siberia. <laughs> yeah, well, Siberia and everywhere else. Oh, okay. Yeah, anywhere there's both ways. Siberia. Siberian. It's a big motherfucking cat. Yeah, it's huge. It's actually, um, it's not too far. I think it's not much smaller. No, I can't say that. It's actually, and I, damn it, uh, somebody said this, and I forget it. It's a complete Bigger cat. than a lion? It's the, yeah, way bigger than a lion. Have you ever seen how big liars are? They're huge. Those massive. things are freaking huge. Now, they were, someone told me it's a complete half. The Siberian tiger is a complete half of what a Somalidon saber-toothed tiger, the size it was. Now, so imagine a Siberian tiger. You've been to the zoo. You realize how big they are. They're yes. like, for our height, me and you, Brian, a Siberian is about right up here to our nipple, our waist. 
I'm your nipple or my nipple? Our, our nipple, your waist. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. True. No, that's true. It's true. Y'all it's true. Let's stand up. Stand up. Where's yeah. your nipple? Right by my nutsack. Yeah, see? I'm only six foot. So our, our nipple is right here to his waist. Okay. So, actually, my nipples, I'm actually taller than I thought I would. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. So. Budgie and the count. Budgie and the count. <laughs> So, uh, it's still a big motherfucking cat. Uh, yeah, you've been to the zoo and you've seen him walk about, uh, walk about the glass, and yeah. you're like, "Holy shit, it's way bigger than I thought it would be." Like every time I see the lions get close, you know, you know, at the Houston Zoo, you got that under thing, mm-hmm. that little weird thing that they yeah. have underneath the gra- underground. You look at it and you're like, "Jesus Christ, these things are fucking massive." Yeah. Like, and you know what's funny is that you watch them, you watch them long enough, you realize they act just like house cats. Mm-hmm. I could take one. And that's a, that's that's a weird thing about you know, wolves are essentially the same thing as dogs. Mm-hmm. It, it, not just essentially, but genetically, your dog in your house is the, has the same DNA as the wolf. It's the same animal. Correct. The exact same animal. Yes. But you know, they look like that for breeding. But genetically, they could all breed. You know, your dachshund could breed with a wolf and create a wolfson. Yeah. Or a dolph. You know, I don't know how it would work. A but, dolphin wolf? Uh, th- no, goddamn. Oh, a dalmatian wolf. No, a dachshund. Oh, oh, a dachshund. Dolph. Okay, gotcha. Brian doesn't know words and things. I'm thinking either. of a dolphin or do- uh, d- uh, No, Brian's not thinking at all. No, what are those? Uh, He's just looking all cute and sexy. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. He's getting all sexy like. Moving on. Animal news. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yes, it's a very giant cat, and it's uh, hilarious to watch them when they interact with anything else. They act just like your house cat. Yeah, right. Exactly on. like your house cat. Unless you're Siegfried and Roy. Uh, well, no, same thing. You go play with my cat a little bit too much, and he'll attack you out of nowhere. Just, just cuss, just cuss, because cats are assholes like that. I hate cats. And that's what they did to Siegfried or uh, Roy, Roy. Which one of those? Roy. Yeah, right, they did. They, they were doing that to protect him. Oh yeah, they, I know. they did it to protect him. That's why he didn't kill. Him. Poor guy. And now his face is all. Now it looks like sloth. There you go. So what else happened on this day, Count? Uh, U.S. President uh, Nixon became the first president to attend a season NFL football game while in office in 1969 today. I'm not a crook. <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys and the Redskins. Cowboys won. 41 to 28. Don't tell Juicy that. He'll murk his team. Or Jarhead. Well, 69, were the Oilers still around back then? Sure. Sure they were. 1966, uh, The Temptations released their greatest hits album. It's a good band. It was. So, uh, Verna 3 was launched today. It was the first spacecraft to land on another planet, and it crashed into Venus in 1965 today. And that was space news. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever heard of the sound of music? Yes. Isn't it Mary Poppins? Uh, yes. So Mary Poppins starred in the sound of music today. It was released today in 1959. It's a great movie. I don't know about that. It's one of my favorite. That's my grandma. One of my grandma's favorite movies. I used to watch it a lot. I don't really care. That's my. That's my grandma. That's yeah. 
Grandmother's favorite movie is yes. what? Sound of music. music came out today. 1959. It came out today, really? Remember that? You remember one of my the hills are alive with the sound of music. Starring Mary Poppins. I like to do a deer, a female deer, bitch, a dog, a female dog. Oh wait, that's not the words. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Ray, a Jedi warrior. Man, we gotta remake that song. Yeah, we should remix. Big chop pimpin'. Anybody heard of Ed Gein? Ed Gein, yeah. Yeah, 1957 today, he murdered his last victim. Is he based on a sexist? Ed Gein is the premise of what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off of. Uh, he used to make like lampshades out of back skin and eat cereal out of skulls and and his uh allegedly his dead mother claimed that she told him to do he's a fucked up individual. Crazy motherfucker. The first speedboat to exceed 200 miles an hour happened today in 1955. How many, how many miles an hour? 200. Wow. Oh, on water, yeah. And it was uh driven by a Donald Campbell. That's cool. This is gonna sound weird now. Why? No, it's fine. Change your microphone. It's getting a little warm. Oh yeah, I might need to go with it. I'm cold. No, we'll be fine. Al Capone was released from Alcatraz today. Not to be confused with Al Pacino. 19, uh, he was released. 39. I thought he died at, at, at well, he probably Alcatraz. Went back. You know, once you oh, leave, you right. yeah, go yeah. back. He was a career criminal. Because I'm pretty sure he died of uh, syphilis. Well, uh, 19, Alcatraz. 1945, two new elements were, elements were discovered. Uh, atomic number 50, uh, 95 and atomic number 96. Critium and americrum. Americrum and critium were discovered today on the periodic table. What two year? new elements, uh, 1945. When was... Um, so atomic number 95 and when? atomic number 96. When was um, Nukem? Not today. X numbers. Not today. Okay. You know, I was. I think I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. It says January fourth. They're partying, and they found it. Nukem X seven. I was thinking about what uh, what the captain said last week about if 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 we if we put one percent of our tax money. Just one percent. Just one percent. Just one percent of our tax money to the uh, NASA space, fund, yeah, space, space fund. Uh, exploration and research. It would be epic proportions because we play. What, what play? If we pay re- uh, currently, what uh, a tenth of a cent? Really? Yeah, it's garbage. Really? Garbage. Absolute garbage. What we pay to NASA? That's crazy. I wish. I really do wish we could do something. Well, it's Ooh, like, like my, it's like know. my, like, you know what my superhero, you know what the superhero power is? The great and powerful Pudgy's power is that he's never going to die. Me. Yes. I am never going to die because I'm going to get frozen. And when they discover the power to reanimate, they're going to reanimate me and then put my brain into the digital universe that they've created, the Matrix. So we'll call that right now. The Man Cave Live Universe. The Man Cave Live Universe. (laughs) How do we know that this hasn't already happened and we're in this right now and none of you are real? It's true. It's a parallel universe. That's what uh, a big uh, 
uh, your conspiracy theory is. It's true. That, that we are in parallel well, it's universes. A, it's not a theory. It's actually... Um, That's not a conspiracy. Not conspiracy theory. We're not a theory. It's a theory out there that there are parallel universes where uh, the count sitting where the brain sitting, the brain sitting where, where Budgie sitting, and, you know, so on and so forth. This it's is true. Parallel universe. Parallel universe. Rick and Morty uh, dabbled that a little bit. <laughs> Oh, they dabbled a lot in here. <laughs> they, they, they really uh, described it in great detail. Uh, yeah, like, come on, come on, Rick. Get a look at our uh, Come on, come on, come on. You're being a little bitch. <laughs> you know, uh, uh. Well, speaking about parallel universes, in 1938, LSD was first, first synthesized today. Synthesized by a Swiss chemist, Dr. Albert Hoffman. They use that for what? In a laboratory in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, I know what they used it for in Somalia. Interrogation. What do they use it for in uh, Switzerland? The fucking trip balls. What do you think? I don't know. Interrogation? For badass techno. Yeah. <laughs> a Swiss techno. Oh. Skis, snow, skis, snow. <laughs> <laughs> skis, skis, snow. Big baby blonde bitches. <laughs> when I think of the Swiss, I think of the Swiss roll cakes, don't you? Carry on. The <laughs> uh, Federal Reserve System was formally opened today in 1914. Okay. You care? In Oklahoma, officially became the 46th state of the United States of America today in 1907. Good Damn. old JR. It's all Did, I know. Does anybody know that was actually, you know, an Indian reserve for forever? Yeah, that's, up until that's, where, that's where we got it from. We haggled them. <laughs> you are a villain. Yeah, my, you are a villain. My ancestors. The haggle master is a, is a villain. And here's, here's some Tennessee whiskey. We're taking your land. We'll save that for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. Well, next week, we've got Thanksgiving episode, right? That's true. That's what I'm we talking do. about. Right here on Man Cave Live. Be sure to listen next week to our Thanksgiving episode. Um, I don't know what we're going to do, but we may have turkey. We may have squaws. Squaws. <laughs> squaws. Hey, is that bad? Squaws? No, no, absolutely not. I like squaws. Sure. Sure. Can we just not compliment Booker the- T. Washington. Yeah, sucker. 1901. Oh, no, no. Oh. Washington. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, In 1901, Booker T. Washington and his family was invited to dine at the White House with Teddy and Edith, Edith Roosevelt. Sucker! I don't know what they ate. No. Did you know Booker T. Washington was one of the greatest inventors of our time? He created, he, he invented peanut butter and many of other... Um, yeah, really? great people. He also created a certain kind of. Um, he discovered. So he was walking down the stairs with a bag of peanuts. He tripped and fell on them and smashed them. And he's like, "Man, it's been good with some strawberries and bread." You mean jelly? Grape jelly? Yeah, strawberries? Grape? Fuck grape jelly. I fucking hate grape jelly. I hate all grapes, and that's thanks to Tony the fucking tiger. Communists over here. Sucker! Sucker! And you know what, Booker T. Booker T. Washington was a five-time, 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 peanut butter champion of the world, inventor of the world, inventor, 
Without him, we wouldn't have honey, honey roasted peanut butter. We also wouldn't have the soybean, which is in everything. I feel like he didn't create the soybean. He didn't create it, but he uh, integrated it to our uh, agriculture okay. society. Either way, in uh, 1875, uh, William uh, Bonwell, a dentist, patented the idea Cause of I'm a mounting a impacting gold into your cavity holes. Hmm. Like feelings, but they used gold back then? No. I don't have any gold in my mouth. Because you're Mexican, we have silver in our mouth. Ah, watch out. Yeah. Extra extracted from letters to Henswell, Henslow, sorry, Henslow, a collection of letters written by Charles Darwin on his voyage on the Bengal was published today in 1835. Charles Darwin, right? Yep. Fucking Darwin. The Darwin. He's a lot better than Murphy. Murphy likes to jam his dick down my throat every chance he gets. <laughs> Sorry, you know bastard. You know that's not an official law, right? It's official when I'm in life. <laughs> when you're in life? When I'm in life. All he wants when I'm is to get my life. cheese fries. I wake up and just, I think, oh, it's going to be a great day. Ah, fucking Darwin, I mean, uh, Murphy dick down my throat. <laughs> as soon as I start trying to participate in life. So what are you doing today, Alan? Uh, Shit's no. just going wrong. <laughs> No. It can go wrong, and it did go wrong. Not today, it you It was ain't. going wrong. I got one for y'all. One, one more for y'all. 1676. The first colonial prison was organized today in Nantucket, Massachusetts. And that's where the term tossing the salad came from. <laughs> You serious? No, I added the last part. <laughs> I mean, if you would have said yes, I would have totally believed you. I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't argue that fact. I mean, I have the Google, but I'm not gonna Google because yeah. you know why? Because I'm a zennial. Yeah. I am a ex-ennial. A what? And a zennial? Generation X millennial? Yes. Oh, that was yes, yes. I'll just guess. Okay. The forgotten generation is what we what, remember. I've been talking about. So yeah. you know, everyone I hate talks, being labeled a fucking millennial. I'm I hate millennial. that too. Like how? Because we were the first to experience the internet. Yes, we had and understand what we the had telephones is. without. We, but we, we also had, had telephones without caller ID. I That's remember, right. and we used rotary phones being because in my room, people still used rotary phones. Wait forty five minutes for a naked picture to upload, and my sister screaming out, true. "Get off the internet! I'm trying to use the phone." Right. <laughs> if somebody called the house while you were trying to jerk off, <laughs> you were <laughs> fucked. Yep. You were absolutely fucked. Used, you don't have that now. Look, call me now. Someone call me now. My internet. I can still jerk off. I'm jerking off now. Yeah. We, we've used VCRs, and I'm done. DVD players, can Blu-rays. I, can I speak to the audience member? Please. Sure. What am I drinking, Fire Josh in the box? He poured a beer in my glass, and it's delicious. I don't know what it is. What did you pour in his glass? Mm. He's just nodding. It's called Yes, I'm guessing. Now this or not, or no smile, or creep. If this ever gets out. I love you. Speed of which, can I get something too? Oh. Oh, no shit. Oh, the Endeavor. Oh, Endeavor. Okay, so Endeavor is a 9.6%. Beer than now. Beer than right now. It is a... What, what is this? He's giving me a Hop Bullet by Sierra Nevada. Jesus Christ. Woo, How much good. booze is in this? It's not Texas, so we can't do it on the show. It is... Um, 
Eight percent, Jesus. Oh, that's Josh really, that's really, this is really St. Arnold's. Yeah, Man, that's good. That beer. was one of their uh, divine reserves that now became. Become. Oh, all right, that makes sense. Because I liked a lot of their. That's the seasonal one they did, right? They they took one and made it permanent, or is this a seasonal? Is this hot bullet? Old and hoppy. I like this. This is uh, overly hopped, way overly hopped. It's dry hopped for sure, but then it cleans off with the finish. Almost sweet. I like that uh, glass. It even smells sweet. Kind of reminds me. Oh, man. Never mind. I ain't going to go back on work news. I bet. Yeah, it... Uh, I, I love Sierra Nevada. I think one of the best IPAs, is, if not my my favorite IPA, is the Sierra Torpedo. Nevada. Sierra Nevada. We're talking about beer news. Can I, can I try it? Oh, yeah. You want to go back to work news? That glass reminded me of something that reminded you me of work. That's not work news. He's talking about... Uh, no, he was said he said something reminded him of, reminded him of work no, news. Oh, that's good. It's like a dildo. Take another sip. Right. It, it, it's got a good... Uh, it reminds me of the glass from the end of Indiana Jones 3. You mean the... Um, yeah. The grill. The we grill. I was at work and I freaked out. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! The fuck is that? And I was quiet. He's standing right by my truck. I'll tell you when I get out. And I, uh, when I scream out, uh, God, what did I say? Oh, yeah, that's happened uh, what this What did week. I say? What, what was the word I, I used? You said a KKK. Nice Templar. Oh, nice, nice Templar. <laughs> yeah, it was dark, and I pulled up to this house. The next house I was going to was after dark, and I didn't see the guy standing there. Like, I pulled up next to the house. He's in a long black robe. All the way to his feet with a black hood over him. Nice simple. And he was looking down at the ground, so I couldn't see he was there. Yeah, yeah. And I pulled up and I looked and I saw this black figure. And I thought it was maybe like a mailbox or a statue or something. And then it lifted up and I saw the face, this creepy face with a long white beard. And it reminded uh, me of, and he put his hand out and, and put his hand straight up in the air like this with some gloves on. It reminded me of that scene from the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And it freaked, and he was like literally like two feet from me, like outside my passenger window. Yeah. And I was on the phone, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> nice Templar. <laughs> Sure. That's what he said. And I was like, yeah. hey, there's a creepy shit going on. I'll tell you when I get back. Nice. I just remember being on the other side of the phone going, Alan, Alan, count. Uh, breathe, Alan, breathe. Count. Hello? Scared the shit out of and me. And all I heard was feet and then him saying, hey, man, what, what do you wear, man? <laughs> hey, man, what, what, what is that, man? Creepy as fuck. <laughs> And all I heard was from that guy was like, because it, it was dark and it was all black, and then I just saw like a face and a long beard appear out of nowhere right next to my window. I was like, "What the fuck?" Shit. I said, "Nice Templar." <laughs> he sure did. It was fucking <laughs> nice Templar. Like I thought he was just having like his his Tourette fit and uh, just you know <laughs> words and things. I, I do have Tourette's. <laughs> things and stuff. And I was like, "Oh, there he goes, Alan." Is doing his thing. I was, Alan, I was whispering. You know? He's outside my truck. Yeah. I'll explain when I get back. He's all loud. He's all like, nice Templar. He's outside my truck. I'll explain. He's just standing there with his hand in the air like this. It was creepy That's as fucking, fucking weird, shit. Man. That's fucking weird. What are you doing? Jeez. Why did you why was he wearing that? Because he was cold, I guess. <laughs> he just decided to wear just a black cloak? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Did he have a hood on? Yeah, that's why I didn't see. It was over. He was looking down. That's, that's so like it was just all black. When he lifted his head up, it just a face appeared out of nowhere with a long white beard. That's some new age. And it was literally like fucking like a foot outside my. So it was probably about four feet from my face when he, mm. he looked up at me and put his hand out. I was like, oh shit! I think that's why I said I thought you said KKK 
Because when you described it, I was like, oh, it's just the Grand Wizard or something like that. Or Oh, just the Grand Wizard. I mean, no well, big I, deal. I, it was yeah, a black guy. I mean, guy. it's a big deal. It was a black guy? Yeah. With a white beard? Oh, with a long white beard. You didn't say all that. Well, Damn the kid! He was wearing he was wearing gaiters. He was wearing gaiters underneath his hood. He had now later gaiters on his fucking feet. I was gonna say, damn, the KKK is really evolving now. Yeah. Jesus, Stan Lee's taking over. No shit. It was, it was creepy. You mean Spike Lee? I don't know, Stanley. He's he's. He's, uh, oh, get it? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, so there was a newspaper, I forget which uh, publication, they said, um, uh, rest in peace, Spike Lee. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. And so Spike Lee, the director, he actually came forward, he's like, he's, he's sending his own little message or whatever, saying, you know, hey, that's not me, but I appreciate, you know, us, you know, that you bunched me up with the guy. I think we're missing bits here. What's next? Uh, Space News... Already did that. We're not missing bits. I Space got it. News, if you uh, just let me finish. Budgie's tangent. We're on there. All right. We're on track. <laughs> right on now. Right on track for Budgie's right tangent. Cute. Nice Templar. So that was the end of On, on This Day. Alan does membership. Sure. I don't do that with you. You do that by yourself. Well, we all do that. Oh. You would know if we, you were part of the show. Oh, if you listen. Every week. Wow. Do I look like the captain? <laughs> you got a little more hair, but kind of. <laughs> yeah, you do got a little bit more hair. A lot more hair. I have a lot more hair. Bastard. But a lot less head. Your head is much <laughs> smaller than his. His, high, his head is the size of a Brunswick. Brunswick bowling ball. It's filled with hot air. Filled with something. All right, so I just want to ask some questions. Sure. As far as this new bit, can I answer them? Yes, you can. It's With um, my honest opinion. We already said it. We already dabbled a little bit into this world. Um, I just want to ask a couple questions and see what answers we can have or what we can Google up. Uh, what would the world actually be like without Stanley? Boring. Exactly. Exactly. Right there. End of segment. Try another bean. Try another bean. <laughs> Try another bean. I'm not barf. No, uh, seriously. Um, the world without Stanley. It's just unimaginable. I mean, the man was around for what four or five decades, as far as being. Years? Uh, he's ninety-five. Nine. Marvel was around uh, since nineteen the nineteen forties. So, it's almost seventy years. Seventy, almost seventy years. Almost. It's crazy to imagine. You know what's crazier to imagine is that he was ninety-five years old and he was a World War II veteran. And he just died now, and he was more spry up until his de- the day of his death than most of us are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, as listeners, you know that I'm telling the truth. None of you can really do a, a jig or a jazz mm-hmm. or a razzmatage like old Stan Lee could. I was watching recently earlier today uh, a documentary about Stan Lee, and he was dancing with his wife, which his wife died last year. So everyone knew it was only a matter of time that Stanley was going to go because how infatuated he was with his wife. Yeah. Very infatuated. Even in the videos, you can see of their home life. And he had a very moder- uh, modest uh, living situation. Him and his wife were yeah, kindred were, spirits, yeah. man. They loved each other. And, you know, you can expect nothing less from a great man like Stanley. Like, just... 
like they were talking about dancing and she was all like, you know, come on, come on, stand, dance. And he's like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm not going to do that. Dick Van Dyke ain't got shit on me. And in the next clip, he gets up like, like, like seconds later, he's like, all right, I'll do it. And he gets up and he just, you know, yeah. he does the, uh, he does a waltz yeah. with think his about, wife. Uh, think about Stan Lee. This would be a spoiler alert, but now it's not going to be a spoiler. He was actually scheduled to be on the show for us on Thanksgiving episode next week. He was. But for unforeseen events... He will not make it. Fuck pneumonia. Fuck pneumonia, man. So we're sorry to rob you all of that special episode we had planned for you. I mean, he did call me. Is pneumonia, what is pneumonia? Pneumonia is fluid in the lungs. Yeah, fluid in the lungs. And there's no cure for that? Uh, it's not a disease, it's a condition. It's just, it's like, it's no. like a it's, it's like gout. It's like, um, it's like arthritis. It's a condition. You don't really have a cure. Hmm. It's not like a disease you can like just get rid of, or it's not like a they sickness. They can't drain the fluid. Right. No, it just goes away by its own time. Uh, yeah, it comes. No, when you're they, old and frail, it's hard to get back from it. But when you're younger and you get it, you know, you kick right out of it. Yeah, yeah. But when you're 95 fucking years old, and your wife died, and you don't want, you pretty much don't have the will. Yeah. So fun fact: Stan Lee was gonna quit comics because he didn't feel it anymore on his 105th birthday. <laughs> He was gonna quit comics and his wife said, no, create characters that you love, make characters you like, and then he created Spider-Man and, and the X-Men and so on and so forth. He went risque with it, because you know, X-Men was risque and Spider-Man was like, you're gonna make a high schooler with puberty? I'm like, you're, you're competing with Bob Kane, the creator of Batman and Superman. Yeah. You're gonna make, oh wait, actually Joel Schumer created Superman, but you're gonna compete with these guys and make a high schooler? Come on. Yeah. And it's the most popular uh, comic book hero of all time. That's true. Next to Superman. Yeah. And Batman, actually. No. Those three combined. Uh, how, long, they, how long were they married? How old was she? Uh, they, she died at 86 or 84. I know it was an even number and it was in the 80s. So they're about 10 years apart? Yeah. I don't want to see your shit, Josh. <laughs> Josh in the box is showing me his Tinder, and I don't want to swipe his left or right. But you should swipe right on that one right there. <laughs> hey, I know her. I turned her gas on today. <laughs> what? That's my wife. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is she hanging out with Budgie's wife? <laughs> yeah. She's a little. So. Speaking of Stanley, let's talk about uh, his uh, best writing, his influential stories. I'm just going to start off with um, Identity Crisis. Uh, Identity Crisis is a short story he wrote about Spider-Man explaining all of his troubles to a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Not the usual troubles like supervillains, but the troubles of being a fictional character whose personality can uh, personal continuity is subject to being tweaked and revised by his creators. So it's goofy story, still his best. So essentially in this story, Spider-Man was self-aware, kind of like Deadpool. And he was complaining about being Spider-Man, written by Stan Lee and his and being drawn by Jack Kirby. Yep. No, 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 well no, this uh that that comic was actually in 2009 when it when when it's just a little short story. Right. And he just kind of came out of retirement and just did a little right, yeah, short Stan story Lee. on that. So that's why it's a cool little, like I said, a cool little goofy... And they drew it in the uh, classic newspaper fashion. Yeah. 
Uh, your fun fact is that Stan Lee still wrote the the comics that you would find in the today's Houston Chronicle to the day he died. Wow. You know what I like Those about comics this Sunday, still this tomorrow, tomorrow, when you check the newspaper, that little comic strip, mm -hmm. that little tiny comic strip of Spider-Man was written by Stan Lee. Wow. You know what I like about Spider-Man? It's almost like he was also the, narr the narrator of the show. Right. Like when he was out there... It'd be silence and him lurking around, but there's talking going on. It's it's almost like you're hearing his thoughts, but he's like narrating. Right, he's what's narrating. Happening. But no other superhero really does that. I always liked that about Spider Man. What was another one? I know another he did. One, um, uh, I know he did. Uh, <clears throat> this is a, a Bedlam at the Baxter Building. Oh yeah, uh, that was a good one. That yeah, was a Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four Annual Number Three, nineteen sixty-five. Uh, this is the one where Reed Richards and Sue Storm finally get married. Oh, yeah, the wedding. Yeah, the, the, big, wedding. Yeah, the big wedding. Yeah, it winds up involving pretty much every other character in the Marvel, Marvel Universe uh, attending one of their uh, one of their world's most important events. It's a showcase of just how cohesive that universe was. And, of course, Doctor Doom comes and hypnotizes every supervillain in New York uh, to attack the blessed uh, the blessed event. It's a pretty cool read. I mean, it just shows... Like, it was kind of a big... It was one of the um, earlier on mesh of the universe. Because yeah. early on, Marvel, they weren't all mixed in. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like DC. They mixed them into the uh, the multiverse and stuff like that. This was like his way of saying, let's mix them all together. Yeah. You know, and, and classic Stan Lee fashion. was like, mm -hmm. Excelsior! Excellent! You know, the, <laughs> every time I think of him... He just, I just think that he just always says Excelsior yeah, all yeah. the time. <laughs> What's another good one? Um, let's, uh, oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. This was, um, The Sinister Six. Oh. This was uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number One, 1964. This was my favorite. This is actually where I got my idea of the trifecta syndicate of a multitude of bad guys. So, The Sinister Six is an all-out action-packed thrill ride that hits the ground running. And it doesn't slow down for a full 41 pages. It's just bam, bam, bam. You read it and you don't even know what the fuck's going on. I read this as a kid only because my dad had, had uh, given it to me. Not, not original, of course. He gave me something that had it in it. Mm -hmm. And I read it and I was like, oh, this is, this is when I became a spy. Funny thing, I had the bad guy version of the comics before I actually got a Spider-Man comics. So I, I knew all the bad guys before I even knew who Spider-Man was. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, I don't really care for Spider-Man. Yeah. But I like all the bad guys. Yeah, 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 I yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the bad guys because they're all cool. Yeah. He did have pretty cool like, bad guys. Yeah. I mean, he created great bad guys for Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, as the title implies, though, it's Spider-Man taking on every single one of his major villains. You know, it's the Sinister Sticks, uh, the, sorry, the Sinister Six saga, so to speak. Uh, one right after the other, and while it feels a little old-fashioned, because it is 50 years old, uh, it still holds up today as the greatest fight comic of today. I mean, because you had classics like Dr. Octavius, or Dr. Octopus, mm -hmm. uh, or, you know... Uh, Doc Ock. Uh, yeah, yeah, Otto Octavian. Yeah, Otto Octavian, yeah. You had the Vulture, um, you had Electro, you had Craven the Hunter, you had Mysterio and Sandman, which was actually, I think, his first bad guy in uh, the Sinister Six. Uh, yeah. Or actually, actually, the first bad guy, period, for yeah. Spider-Man. 
And then later, the biggest one was, of course, Green Goblin. Mm. And then Hobgoblin, which was his son. son. And then Jack-O-Lantern, which was a knockoff of it, which actually we found out was more bad than Green Goblin or, or Hobgoblin. Because he didn't give a shit. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Fun fact about Hob- uh, Jack-O-Lantern in uh, the show was actually voiced by Mark Hamill. Really? Yeah. Huh. In the show, the Spider-Man cartoon. Which is why everyone asks, why does he sound like the Joker? Mark Hamill is one of the best. He's the best voice guys of ever. all time. Yeah, yeah. I like Mark. I mean, he is our Joker. Yeah. It's true. Absolutely true. So, uh, what else you got by Stanley? Uh, by Stanley, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, the Pearl and Power, Fantastic Four number 57 uh, through 60, 1966. That was a... That was, yeah, that was when it got, uh, well, that was the, what I call the shitty drawings of, um... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's a great story, but it's it's so hard to follow because the drawings just make you go, what am I looking at? What am I looking at? Yeah, a lot of of the Fantastic Fours I never really got into. I think that was all that this, uh, I don't know who was, it wasn't Kirby that was doing that. No, it wasn't. That actually might have been, I could be wrong. That might have been all Kirby, but whatever was going on in that that version of the comics, he just mm-hmm. didn't, just almost freehanded it yeah. and just made it all wackadoo. Uh, this is a story where Doctor Doom fools Silver Surfer into thinking that he's a nice guy, and then he immediately hits him with a science taser, steals his powers, and then proceeds to beat the ever living shit out of the Fantastic Four for the next four issues. Uh, it really shows that Doctor Doom is one of the greatest supervillains of all time. I mean, Doctor Doom. Was what I mean? There's. Let's talk about supervillains. Doctor Doom, Magneto, and I think um, Apocalypse. Even no, Apocalypse is mediocre. I think Doctor Doom and Magneto are the two best. Doctor Doom has just such a just menacing yeah. aura around him. Like well, he's super smart. He's smarter than Reed Richards. You know what I say? I'd even say Ultron, only because the Ultron is a robot. Okay. Like, not Ultron from the movies. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the Ultron. Like, Ultron from the Avengers, the newer Avengers cartoon that came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, yeah. which was fucking great. Phenomenal. That is... Those guys right there could be a better Sinister Six of anything. No. Sinister Six. Trifecta! Tri- <laughs> Trifecta! Yeah, Do- Doctor Doom, he's, like, super smart. He, he cured the thing before... Reed Richards never was able to do that. Right. Uh, and he's the leader of Latveria. Okay. Per his title, his yeah. name. I actually don't know. If you know, listeners, please chime in. Yeah. Um, I'll research it. Next time I'll retract, redact, or no, I sorry, retract my statement just like I did about the Siberian tiger. What is it? Re- review, re... Review. No, uh... <clears throat> Reboot, retry, redemption. There we go. Doctor Doom. We've only done that once, and it was a great redemption. So if I get that wrong, so uh, I'd say another one of you. Um, oh, speaking, you mentioned the Silver Surfer. Oh yeah. And uh, I was not fortunate to read this one. I really wish I was able to read the induction of the Silver Surfer, you know, with Galactus and the yeah. whole Fantastic Four, but uh, apparently it is the good, the bad, and the uncanny. It was a Silver Surfer number four, 1968. So, and you know why I regret it? It's because Silver Surfer is actually one of Stan Lee's 
personal favorites of I, I characters like that. that you've ever created. Yep. It's like he loves this character. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's basically a. It's mainly about Loki being Loki okay. and deciding that the best way to ruin Thor's day is to convince the Silver Surfer that he should crash a party in Asgard and get into a fist fight with everyone there. And that sounds crazy. It's essentially it's a perfect, you know, dick move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like taking Silver Surfer, Thor, who's already been established, yeah. and creating the biggest dick move by a very cosmic badass character yeah. so you have two cosmic characters going at it you got Thor who can die yeah. who's a god obviously True. and then this new silver surfer who's essentially a god but who's kind of Galactus's mm. you know bitch yeah. and they're clashing it out at a at a party it's it's really at a party yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's how it relates that's how Stanley can make it like you know that these guys are fucking epic bad guys but it's just like me and Alan you're Thor. I'm Silver Surfer. Why well, I gotta be the member? Well, but the, but because you're blonde. Because you're blonde, blonde and blue eyed. You're blonde My and blue eyed. My eyes are green and I'm a brunette. <laughs> you're blonde haired and blonde. Let me explain my, my reason. My eyes are not blue. You're blonde haired and blue eyed like my Thor. My eyes are not blue. I'm Mexican and I should have silver teeth, so I'm the Silver Surfer. Oh, I got you. And I'm Loki. I want to be like, hey, come here. He's Loki. He's a trickster. Yeah, it cost you five bucks. Here's seven cents. And, you know, and, 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 and in real life, he's the haggle master. So if we went to a party, we would fight because he instigated it. It's true. I, hey, I heard you here with the council. Right. Yeah, he would. He you're so would. You hear the council talking about you? And see, we can relate to that. That's true. And this became uh, it's great writing. Yeah, it just shows that Stanley gets it. He, he gets knows it. how people think. And what was going on during this time in 1968? Batman was still being Batman. Yeah. Superman was still being Superman. The Flash, Wonder Woman were still being the gods of the comic book world. They are the gods amongst us. Yeah. These people, they're us. So uh, of course, following there's the comic of the. Following that, you know, uh, there's the coming of Galactus, mm-hmm. which was before because you have Silver Surfer. And, uh, you know, after that, you know, sorry, you had um, Silver Surfer and other things. You had Spider-Man No More, Spider-Man which no is great. great. Spider-Man right. No More is one of my favorites. I read that one. Uh, I did write some notes on that. Uh, uh, Spider-Man No More. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something different. But Spider-Man is good. Spider-Man No More is good. Um, he, yeah, dude. He, he basically, he's like, he's at, he's at his, uh, um, his wit's end. Like, he's just, he's just ready to give up. Oh, that's the one, yeah. That's the one he, get, he was, uh, that's where the one where he's gonna tap out and no longer be Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah, which happened like fifty times afterwards in different variations of comics. But this is where Stanley said, "What what what it would be like if a superhero said I'm done." This was actually the first time a superhero said, "What what would it be like if I just stopped being it? What if I stopped being a superhero?" Yeah, that's what Spider-Man No More did, and then. Superman did it in DC then Batman hung up the cape the Flash said you know it all became a domino effect of like the fuck Stanley's over here writing fucking gold we're over here hanging up our capes yeah hanging up capes and 
trying to compete with Stan Lee because Stan Lee was great. But, but so you, you know the great thing about Stan Lee is that Stan Lee, me and Stan Lee, have a, we, we are kindred spirits, me and him. He is my soul animal. And I say that because just like him, right here on Man Cave Live, I'm creating characters such as Count Motherfucking Crosby. You didn't create me. I'm the great here, and powerful Pudgy, Brian the Brain, Josh in the Box, and I create these characters. I create them. You created me? I created Alan as I stare at him. No, I'm just fucking with you. I didn't create these people. These people already existed. I just gave them cool nicknames. What, what, we'll see what's cool about Spider-Man. Sorry, Spider-Man I stole no nicknames and made it better than they are now. <laughs> and, and the cool thing about that is Spider-Man true. No more. That is true. Everyone can agree that, I, that that is true. Pudge is important, okay? <laughs> yeah, Pudge must be important. You used to call me Father Crosby, but now I want to be a count. That's true. Yeah, you did say that. You I just watched the Count of Monte Crisco. Yeah, you did. I'm gonna be a count now. If you were, you eating the Monte Crisco at the same time? No, no. And then, then I think then, it was then, high as oh, shit. Escaping from prison and then getting count. revenge. That's a Spider-Man. And getting no doctorates. Okay, Spider-Man no more. So what's cool about it is that his nature had changed from the person who wants to stand by to the person who can't, and and uh, he replaced one flaw with another. Uh, and that's where the, the main famous line with great power comes great responsibility. Margo Ben. Yeah. Uh, it's a constant reminder to him that he can't just give up. Right. He, he has a responsibility. He has a responsibility. With his great power comes great responsibility. Mm. It's cool. I don't know. So. That was the, the, that was the infamous Spider-Man arc that really solidified what Spider-Man is to the world. I think this one is, though. I think that's the... We all the heard Martin one. Sheen say it. Martin Sheen from The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> well, speaking of which, The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, here's another arc that I liked about Stan Lee. And I did not read this, but I did see a lot of... I understand can, its importance. Can I just say I really enjoyed him in Mallrats? Yeah, he was in Mallrats. Oh, Stan Lee? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great in that movie, yeah. The story he told, uh, homeboy about getting his girlfriend back, and then he went and told us, oh, no, I lied, and told him some story about <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Well, he brought you know, up real aspects of his life and how he came up with these characters based on how he was in his life and how that girl that got away, it, it really influenced who he was and who these characters he, cre- he created was, like Doctor Doom, uh, Broken and Fro, or uh, the Hulk, a normal and a fit of rage in the next moment to help this guy go on his life and make the right decisions about what he needs to do and his aspect of life. And I don't know if that was written for him or if he was no, telling real no, no. stories. Or I found out through, I, I read that, I read uh, and saw the videos. Uh, it seemed legit to me. So you know who writes that, uh, you know, wrote that, right? It was Kevin. Um, yeah, it was Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith. The Jason the Bobber in that movie. Yeah. So, you know, it was Jason Lee was in that scene with him. Yeah. Jason Lee. Did you know, fun myth and rumor that Jason Lee was his son. Everyone well, Jason said, Lee told him to go talk to that other actor who disappeared. Jason Lee, the, he said that Jason, there was a myth and rumor the after, after, after that scene, that show, after that, that, movie. that Jason Lee was actually the son of Stanley. It's not true. Every okay. movie he's in, he's always like the biggest comic book nerd yeah. ever. Yeah. So, we found, he's a demon in dogma, but. We found out that um, uh, Kevin Smith said that, that when they, they wrote something to give Stanley. And Stan Lee, all of 70-something at the time, was like, no, no, Excelsior, you know. <laughs> what you got to do is this and this and that. And they're like, well, okay, Stan, what would you suggest? Just just roll the tape. 
So they rolled tape and he ad libbed that. The, he ad libbed the entire thing. Wow. To told come the truth out about with, his with life. that. That's cool. I mean, he did it in multiple takes, of course. I don't think I've ever seen that. Movie. But but he did Mallrats. But he definitely that Not was always that was all its own ad lib shit. It is the best part. I'm gonna watch it now. I've seen almost all of Kevin Smith's movies, but not that I don't think I've seen all of that one. I have never seen Mallrats. Mm. Is, well, the yeah, count, that, is the count pissing out in the front? He's pissing out in the front yard. Hey, get the leash back on. Hey, what is he doing? Stop pissing in the yard. But now he's gone. We can talk about the last Spider-Man one, which right. I think is the best. Real comic book nerds. Yeah. So the final chapter. Now this was a good one. Now, like I said, I didn't have the pleasure of actually buying and reading this comic, but I did have the pleasure of looking at it and YouTubing and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is arguably the single greatest superhero comic ever printed, and reasons why is because Spider-Man is trapped. Exhausted and beaten, he's at the end of his strength. But instead of giving up, he has to keep going because there's always someone out there to need him, and he's willing to fight his way through whatever it takes to help them. Classic Stanley. It's true. It's true. It's Lee's story that uh, crystallized that the heroes don't get knocked down; they just keep getting back up. It's 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 the classic. You're right. It it, it this is. Before Superman today, we know Superman today as never give up. Mm. Superman was never a never give up guy. Yeah. Batman was a never, never give up guy. It wasn't until this Spider-Man in 1966 was written where DC was like, we need yeah, to change. Yeah, we yeah. need to change how superheroes live their life or like how they're superheroes. Yeah. What it means to be a superhero. Stan Lee said, you know, this is what it means to be a superhero. He gave the world a moral compass of what it means to be a superhero. Now, granted, these are all written. They're fake. They're drawn. They're stuff. They're imaginatory. They're whatever they are. But the world society, American society, and even the global society, me, myself, we get our moral compass, really, not just from this guy, but from anybody that he else, he, he influenced. I believe if there's a Mount Rushmore... People like him and like Mr. Rogers need to be on this Mount Rushmore of of America of humanity, actually. 100%. Just straight humanity. Yep. In my view. Yep. Because to have a moral compass like this Kids are nowadays aren't aren't well, privileged kids. to have a Mr. Rogers. Somebody somebody that you can look up to. An original Stanley comic. Yeah. Or, or or like your parents that grew up with an original Stanley comic. Then <clears throat> the nose American society or that it knows uh, a moral compass yeah. of how we live our lives or should live our lives. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I remember waking up in the morning, turn on uh, Channel 8 PBS and put on Mr. Rogers. I mean, he's he tells I mean, he, he, he iterates to you how important it is to be. Well, it should be my neighbor. Well, just to be a good person. Exactly. I don't you know, know why I get fucked over all the time because I'm such a good person. <laughs> You should you should follow my footsteps, brain. Nah, I'm good. I get free stuff, man. That's not, that's not honorable. Death. I'm not ugly to people. But you're deceitful. No, I ask questions. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> Worst thing you can say is no, bro. Write a pamphlet. <laughs> and put it on an audiobook and I'll listen to it. <laughs> right here on Man Cave Live. Right here on Man Cave Live. Official sponsor of Man Cave Live. 
Yes, uh, Man Cave Live is an official sponsor of Man Cave Live, right here on Man Cave Live. And they're going to be paying us one big, one Bitcoin a month on the first of every month. As soon as they can afford it. As soon as they can afford it. Which all boils down to you. All right, we have a special ending bit. It's called Brian's Brash of the Week. Is it Brash? Did I say Brash? Your Brash? Brian's Bash of the Week. Ding, ding, ding. I got excited. I thought we were going to get some more beer in here. Some brash beer. Ooh. And that would be great. Brash, send us your beer. Stop being shady. Yeah, send us the shit. Pilsner beer. This shit was amazing. So that being said, in respect of Stan Lee, we're just going to only choose Marvel three, comic. Three Marvel comic. Three Marvel characters. Okay. Now, to, repre- to represent us in a fight. Yes. To the death. To the death and eight bit sounds a garage. A garage. Okay. So that is the scene. That is the. Uh, That's where we are. We're in a garage. Um. Count. Pick three uh, Marvel characters. Oh, why go first? Because you're the count, motherfucking Crosby. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Spider Man. Wolverine Phoenix Ooh He wins No, oh, wait, wait Doctor Doom Magneto God damn it And Captain America I win He probably wins Yeah So I was gonna go with Magneto So we can't use the same guys obviously. Spider-Man and Wolverine are just Sitting down watching Phoenix Fuck shit up. I'll take the Hulk. He wins. No. I don't know. I'll take the Hulk. Uh, Deadpool. He wins. <laughs> he's and, got two. Of the, he's got. And Captain Marvel. Which Captain Marvel? The female. Yeah. Not Captain Marvel. Yeah, the female. Okay. So he definitely wins. No. He do reasons why. Let me explain. Can, can, can I can I pick somebody who would definitely lose? Sure. Or what? Squirrel, uh, like actually, Rhino. Rhino does lose. Vulture. Vulture. The Sinister Six. <laughs> Beast. Beast would lose. Yeah. Ghost Rider. He'd probably lose. <laughs> Ghost Rider's already dead. Though. And Captain America. <laughs> don't you oh, talk wait, about wait, it. wait, 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 wait. Captain I, America would lose. Actually, Captain America two point oh. I think Wolverine would kill the Hulk. No. Why? He cut his head off. Well, they, they've already seen that fight. They, but Wolverine has never cut his head off. Hulk smash. Hulk can't. That Hulk is Hulk. Didn't yeah. Spider-Man beat Wolverine, but Wolverine came back? They never clashed. I, I guess Wolverine... Yeah, they used to have those have uh, fight cars. I thought he filled them up with the web and he like, exploded, but whenever the web shrank up, his body came back together and he regenerated. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man wanted to fight, but, but at the end, you know, Wolverine always comes back to life. So I think Wolverine and Deadpool will be fighting. Uh, Captain America and... I mean, you think about, you know, Deadpool. Yeah, he doesn't die, but you can immobilize him to walk away. Same thing with Wolverine. It might take him a couple months to come back. Yeah. I think. But you won the fight. You didn't win the war. But you won the fight. Who did you pick? I picked Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Phoenix. Okay, Phoenix? That's horrible. Yeah. She, She... that's a bad bitch. She could stop everything and disintegrate everybody. I want the child of Phoenix and Dr. Manhattan. 
But then Magneto, Pudgy's Magneto would uh, could potentially well, well throw metal at him. Could, she could immobilize him, or he could he could immobilize her, so she couldn't move. I mean, she didn't really need to move. She uses her her. So, if she's naked, it so matter. I have Magneto and I have Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom Doctor does Doom. his da- d- does his damn dirty thing. And I have no idea what it is. You have, I have uh, Deadpool, the Hulk, the Hulk, and uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a winner. Those are the most powerful uh, creatures in the Marvel universe. I mean, I've never won before when we play this game, so I'll take the win. I mean, you can't hit Spider-Man because there's a soul and a minor. But we're in a garage. We are in a garage. We're we're literally fighting in this garage. So he's, he's not gonna be able to swing. You don't have to swing. Phoenix already turned this garage into the depths of hell. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and Hulk smash it in space. Hulk smash. <laughs> well, he's too busy staring. But you, but you got he's Magneto. too busy staring. She took her clothes off, so man, Needle can't control her metal armor. Yeah, but Hulk smashes everything. Yeah, I love the Hulk. Blue Fregno, thanks a lot. You know, uh, you know your funny story. Fun fact. Oh, go on. Fun fact. Sorry. I say go on, but I'm going to take it back. Fun fact. That was the first cameo that uh, Stanley ever did was in The Incredible Hulk. He was in that show. I watched that show when I was a kid all the time. He was part of the jury that um, is exonerated uh, uh, Bruce Brenner. You know your funny story about Lou Fregno? What's that? Uh, I, uh... Oh, oh yeah, I was there. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Uh, I'm a dick. I'll just say that up front. I, not a dick. I'm just a... I'm, I'm ignorant. You're I, a I master. I'm ignorant. I didn't know. He's in, so he's a super... Villain. My wife was like, Ooh, Lou Ferrigno, I want to go meet him. I was like, okay, cool. So he's like, Hi, would you like to come over here? And, I'm, and, I'm, and I start making fun of him and his accent. I'm like... Oh, you want to come take a picture with me? <laughs> you sure did. I was standing right behind yeah, you. Yeah, and and uh, and Heather goes. He's such a nice guy. My wife, she looks at me. And she goes, "You know he's deaf, right?" And I'm like, "What?" No, I even looked at you when yeah, you didn't know that. I, I was right. I, be- no I was right behind him. I had no idea he was deaf. That's why he didn't talk on the show. I didn't no. know why he didn't talk. But <laughs> I didn't know he was deaf. We we I, Heather said that to him as me and Angelo were standing right behind him. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" I just gave like wide eyed, like, "Man, Lou Fregno's about to punch you in the fucking mouth." <laughs> but you didn't hear me, so it's fine. <laughs> no, but he was looking at your oh, face. Yeah. He read your lips. <laughs> oh, and yeah, he, he knew did. you were doing the death voice. <laughs> I, I felt really bad. I didn't know, but and he uh, went. She, he started ripping his shirt apart. She did, his she, eyes she, turned. Like, you don't make me angry. <laughs> she did, Nobody you know, likes me when I'm angry. angry. So she she did take a picture of him. Did you know if you wanted him to put you in a headlock, he charges extra for that? Like a whole twenty dollars extra. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm only paying twenty bucks if you paint yourself green and take a shirt off, man. <laughs> no, you know that was a funny thing. He heard that. He didn't hear any. Yeah, he heard that. He didn't hear any of the shit talk that he said. <laughs> then he said, "Hey, Heather." Time to put you in a headlock. And they and said, he, no, he goes, that's $20. No, that's $20. And I was like, what? The, the motherfucker oh, heard that? Yeah. He heard that part. It's shit. He didn't hear all this shit talk. <laughs> he didn't drop kick Brian in the face, but he heard this whole $20 charge situation. <laughs> the Hulk. You know, I, I should have picked Legion as one of my characters. Legion? Who's the best Hulk? The best Hulk? Yeah. Do you know um, what Legion is? I like Mark, Mark Ruffalo is. I think Mike Ruffalo is the best Hulk, in my view. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. The new, the new guy that plays Hulk. Oh yeah, I like, yeah, I like that guy. 
Yeah, he's the best. I don't like Edward Norton at all. I do like. I did not like. That's why I was going to bring that up earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt the show. I wish they would. I wanted to say earlier in the show. I wish they would have made a good Hulk movie because, like we talked about last episode, we went to our top three. Superheroes of all time, just at every district or whatever, and Hulk was in mine because I grew up with the Lou Ferrigno show on Softwire as a kid, watching that growing up. And when the movie first movie came out, I was excited and I was like, "That's not David Banner. It's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck that." And then Edward Norton came out. I'm like, "Eh." Yeah, you were like, "Eh." And then uh, the, the Avenger ones, whenever he came out, the that, that yeah. guy, I was Mark surprised they didn't do a like you know every almost. Well, not all the all the Avengers that are important. Have their own movies, yeah. Like Iron Man and Thor. Thor will do Captain America. I'm sure all they the, did. All the important ones have their own movies, but he Ragnarok, doesn't have his own. Ragnarok as a Hulk. was Planet Hulk. Ragnarok wasn't a Hulk movie. That was a Thor movie. It was a Thor movie, but it was, it was mainly a Thor Hulk story. It was, it was Planet Hulk. Yeah. It was it was the storyline of Planet Hulk. It was essentially an entire Hulk movie. I grew up with that guy. I always wanted him to have a good movie, and he got shortchanged. Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't see the end of it. I don't know how they beat old bitch, but oh, it's badass. It's the best part. The best I've been mad. I've been planning on rewatching it. Uh, uh, watching the end of it at least. Oh man! Ah! I, uh, whenever they, yeah, whenever they, uh, actually, I saw I heard on the radio that Led Zeppelin song went on like number one charts on iTunes yeah, yeah, for yeah. a couple of weeks because yeah. all these new boots. Who never heard Led Zeppelin before? Like, oh, what is this new music? This music yeah. Oh, is this new music that came out for this movie? <laughs> I found it this old in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Okay, uh, so do I win? What were you I, I don't know. I like the count. Phoenix. Uh, yeah, Phoenix, man. Spider Man and Legion. I don't know who Legion is. The fuck you know? He's he's a. Uh, officially and officially, uh, Professor Xavier's son. Oh, oh. Who's, the, who's the mom? Mystique. No, I don't remember who the mom is. He's, very, he's got a, he has a show on his Shira, she was, um, Jennifer I think powerful it's, motherfucker. I think it's Shira, the, the, his powers are so intense, he had him like in an insane asylum for a long fucking time before he learned how to control him. Was he the guy that kind of played, uh, no. no it was Wolverine, but I switched to Legion. It's fine. In, in the in the one of the X Men movies where he could uh, stop mutant powers, wasn't that supposed to be like Legion? Yeah, I think he could do that. Yeah, he could. That was the last stand, and it was that that the little kid. kid. Yeah, wasn't that supposed to be kind of like was a knock, was on, a knock on Legion a was little bit? Was it Legion? Yeah, I think so. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I'm glad they told her he did that. The movie is the only power he has in the movie, though. Here's a cool thing about X-Men. that can get in your mind and make you think you're somewhere else. Yeah. Here's the cool thing about X-Men is that X-Men takes place in... It's like the Spider-Verse. They take place in multiple worlds, multiple universes, and multiple timelines to where you can enjoy it throughout. That's why nobody... No real fans... Like you and I complain about the distorted storyline of the X Men universe and Fox. Yeah. Like, why does this continuity doesn't make any sense? Because it's X Men. Yeah. They can go like, back and redo ma- it. Again. It does not matter. Yeah. Like you're getting it, this version of a story. Like it's like you open up a comics from a different genre mm-hmm. and be like, oh, why does it this uh, yeah. with this X Men with this? Because you're reading something new. Well, they, and they redid it. And they're doing. I think they're doing it better than they did before. But you know what is great is what he did do. 
Brian Singer and all that is yeah. that he kept the same actors he for did. most of the part. That's something that's revolutionary. We should be happy that he the, did that. If it wasn't they, for him, we wouldn't have the Avengers problem. Do they ever merge they, Avengers true. and X Men no, at any yet. point in time? Because Avengers did he know? Have they? No. no. Oh yeah, in the comics, yet. yes. The comics multiple times. In the comics, there's actually a story arc called the Avengers versus X Men. I remember all, all the characters where they, I've seen shit with the like Spider Man and Wolverine mixed together, but. I don't know if they did it in the comics but or not. Not in movies. Many a times in the comics. I know uh, the movie. I've seen all the movies. I know they haven't done it yet, but I was wondering, is it going to happen? Uh, uh, yes. First of all, they, they got to make good X-Men movies first. Well, they, they, they the new ones. They, after, they've gotten better. After gotten, Days of Future Past, that's great. Oh, Except the, for, the first class was great. And first the class one after great. that, I liked it a lot, Days too. of Future Past was, still was phenomenal. Doesn't, phenomenal. It's still, I think that was the best one of the X-Men series. It's still not a piece of me because the there's no badass gamut or nothing, but either way, it's gotten better. Well, they're supposed to make a gamut movie, but I don't know. Uh, I think because of the Fox sale to Disney, uh, I think I think it could happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. I think it could happen, yeah. You know it's gonna happen. And they're probably gonna do an Avengers versus X-Men. That's cool, man. Like, I, I love where Disney's going with this. I really hope they do good things with I, it. I am glad, because, I mean, we saw what they did with Spider-Man. Thank God. Finally. Oh, you gotta admit, when the first Spider-Man came out, it was great. Absolutely great. Tobey Maguire being in that, he was Spider-Man, and they did great. It was up until, Spider-Man 3 was... Why? Doing all emo. Why did you do that? Was I like weird. Spider-Man 3. And, and Eric really Foreman? Eric Foreman is Venom? Garbage vi- Venom? Eric Foreman is Venom, really? I guess I like that. I was waiting for Red to come out and kick him in his ass. Well, yeah. Everyone loved that Venom was there, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, this is not Venom. This is not Eddie Brock. This yeah. is not the... That's a nerd this, from the 70s show. This is not anything that represents Eddie Brock or Venom. Yeah. And that's what I haven't missed. seen the Venom movie yet, though. I, I'm not. You don't know like about those Tobey Maguire Spider Man? His boss, um, JJ. No, his boss at the at the Daily Bugle. Or yeah, whatever. JJ, whatever. Yeah, that guy. It, Jake Jameson. He, he, he was yeah, born yeah, for that part. Yeah, he did that Thank part you. very well. Uh, well. What's his name? Uh, shit. Uh, his real life name? Yeah, his real life name. He, he was, was in. Perfect he was in the movie, that drum movie. Uh, fuck, man. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. Uh, and Kirsten Dunst is, is uh, I don't know. She makes it terrible. I don't Mary Jane really Watson, mean. in my view. J. Jonah Jameson. J. 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 Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Great J.K. Simmons is great. <sighs> well, that was a great episode our dedication to the late great Stanley. we That's love it. you to death man you our world would not exist without you it's i hope place. you are listening and your man if there was a heaven it was created for you man no lie uh a dd if there was even thinking about creating a heaven they should have said we have to create a special place for a special person and his name is stanley and the only reason why i say this is because to have a moral compass like his and to, ha- and to institute a moral compass to American society is, and, and to keep it true and through for that many years is something great. I don't know anybody that's done that much great for our society than, than Stan Lee because we, we're, inter- uh, we're zennials. Uh, and the and the generation before us is Generation X, and we're all impressionable. Mm-hmm. 
And sure, we could follow our fathers and our mothers, but we escaped through our entertainment. And at the time, our entertainment was comic books. Or in the 90s and the late 80s, our version of it was comic book TV shows mm-hmm. and cartoons mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So our compass was directed all through Stan Lee. Whether we like it or hate it uh, or whether we know it or not, this man let us know that this is what good is and this is what evil is. And that you should follow, you should follow these, uh, uh, this path. And you know what? I, you know, if I followed uh, Stanley's path, I don't think I would live a bad life. Because if I had great power, I would understand that it comes with great responsibility. And that is Man Cave Live. And join us next week. Excelsior! See y'all next time.